0: Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Comic Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kern. We're going to get right into it today. This episode is brought to you by Fight Back CBD. That's right, Fight Back CBD, the 100% THC free, the 100% organic CBD oil for all your needs. I've talked about it several different times Fightback Back CBD is one of the biggest CBD distributors out here in Austin, Texas uh, And they are an amazing company They take care of their people They take care of their athletes And I actually got to sit down with their creator, Justin McKinley um, I believe that's how you say his last name We mentioned it in the show But I don't know if I said it right right now um, But anyways, yes We sit down with Justin, the creator of Fightback Back CBD And we discuss his product um, And this guy's got an amazing story uh, I, 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 met him through jujitsu out here in Austin and, uh, fight back has been around for uh, a short time, but has already made a huge impact. They sponsor athletes, uh, and individuals around the world, not just athletes, either guys, they sponsor like normal people. Um, and it's kind of spectacular how Justin has taken it from, uh, you know, him, he, him just wanting some free CBD, uh, to being something in my opinion, that is uh, growing and it will eventually become one of these uh, one of these companies with a message of 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 really helping people and changing the world. And I had an amazing time talking to him. Um, I'm not even gonna go through the read uh, because this entire episode is about his company, his life, uh, and what he has done to overcome that chaos and those challenges that we all suffer. I hope you guys get something out of it. It was an amazing show. Uh, follow Justin and all of the Fightback CBD stuff at fightbackcbd.com. Um, they are Fightback CBD on Instagram, Fightback CBD on uh, Facebook. He shouts it all out at the end of the episode. I'm giving it to you right now. As always, Commonchaos.net for all your needs. You guys have until February 29th to get some free shit. That's all you have to do is go to my email or uh, go to my website, sign up for my email list. Um, and you get free a free shirt and free stickers to represent common chaos Well, once march 1st comes it's done. I'm not doing it anymore And i've got i've got some left i'm almost out of tank tops and i'm almost out of woke t-shirts But i've got uh, a pretty decent amount of blood and oil which happens to be my most popular one right now I have a lot of that left get it guys Common chaos.net of brian of death on instagram of brian of death on twitter the common chaos on instagram and twitter i hope you guys enjoy the show this is the owner of fight back cbd just i assure you that
1: And you edit these things too, right? Or I don't? No, 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 you just keep it sh- just keep straight it, off the top. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if so. there's
0: something you don't you don't want on, yeah, let me know. I, I, I'll let you know. Flag it. Yeah, I will. Uh, I yeah, I generally a, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'm already in. We're recording. I'm here right with on, uh, Justin McClenny, the uh, Fight Back CBD Mastermind. What's I generally right? do an intro that I pr- that I post record going sure. into it, and that's sure. where I mentioned Fightback. So if you want to just explain that and what it is, and take that away, start there.
1: <clears throat> right on, man. Um how would i start that so so i do jujitsu and stuff too you know and um uh also like back in you know i've broken my hands a lot i've i've fucked up my wrist my ankles i used to play other sports and shit and it's funny dude but when i saw nate diaz i I, only back up i'm sober too so like i don't do drugs i don't take pills i don't smoke weed, don't drink, so I'm in pain a lot. And I was taking, uh, I was taking like 2,400 milligrams of ibuprofen every day. You know, especially oh, doing geese shit, dude. Yeah. My hand's already fucked up. I'm gripping like crazy. And when I saw Nate Diaz, when he was like, man, I'm hitting that CBD on the, on yeah, the yeah, post yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck dude, I'll just try it. I thought it was like some hippie shit, like weed. Woo woo. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Not, not not knocking anyone who smokes weed. That's great, dude. Yeah. If People like it. That's cool. But, um, so I was like, fuck it, I'll try it. And uh, yeah, so, so I started using it. So and, this is just a couple years ago. Yeah, this just a couple like years ago. So been, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing it like about three years, two years, I guess, officially um, with the company. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's how I got into it. And I guess it's kind of old old behaviors. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm like, well, hey, if I'm selling it, I get mine free. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, nah. But uh, <laughs> but no, I thought, man, I wanted to do something to like combine my passions and, and, and try to help people. And so I thought, well, Hey, if I sell this shit, I'll make, I will get mine free. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But also I can use the money that I make to try to help other people. So what I've been doing, um, I need to advertise it more. I actually have a lot of stuff I'm going, uh, trying to do this year and we, we can get into it later, but you know, I'll, I'll put post out there that if, Anyone sober or working on their mental health, they want to try jiu or MMA, pro wrestling. I don't really give a fuck, really. Anything they want to try for for wellness, you know, I I, uh, I help them get started, man. So people will reach out to me. I'll buy a McGee. I'll, uh, I'll contact the school near them and, and work with that coach so that person can get started. At least get a couple months in the gym for free. See if it's a, a good fit for them and um, really just a way to encourage them. So that's, that's kind of why I started the company. Just, I felt like, well, I can raise money kind of do a kind of sort of charity thing. And that was my motivation for, for doing it. And things have, I guess, changed a little bit, not as far as that motivation, but you know, I sponsor a lot of, um, different competitors and athletes and stuff. And so at first that wasn't really something I really considered so much, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, so it's grown and I do a lot of that now too. And I don't know, that's the company. Uh, so the mindset to want to help people where does that come from?
0: I, um, I know you mentioned that that, that you're in recovery, man, correct? man, yeah, so. I think
1: it's from that uh I've, I've, um you know, I'm a counselor too. That was what I was doing in my in my career. And uh I think it I think it's the recovery thing. You know, man, I I feel like I feel like in my life, I say it all the time. I feel like I already lived and died, you know what I mean? Like okay. I had so much so much happen in my life. This is all new, man um, this is all a gift, you know, and, uh, like your life now, my life now. Yeah. 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 Dude. So I feel like now it's, it's more about other people. Uh, I've already had my times. I've already had, uh, do you want to provide some background? Yeah, 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 man. I just want to, I want to, I want to be able to help other people and give back, you know, it's part of, I think it's, it's part of a, I think it's part of a, I wouldn't say a duty. I mean, not everyone has to do, everyone can do whatever they want. But for me, I feel like it's something I need to do to to try to help other people the way other people, maybe not in the same way, but, you know, people helped me when I was getting sober, you know, yeah. freely, you know, they didn't ask for anything in return. And so I, uh, it's part of recovery and this is just system. my way of doing it. You know,
0: yeah. my, uh, my sister, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to touch on this and I'm glad we're kind of just getting into it right away is the you know recovery i think is a is a huge part of of any family you know addiction sure, addiction i think touches For everybody sure. in a way maybe not indirect or directly but definitely indirectly right uh you know my sister recently you know it, she's still you're, you're never out right and once right. you're in you're never out right um you know, my sister went in for some substances and that was one of the big things that we learned in, in, in trying to help her out was this, this, the support system is probably the most powerful piece. You know, they can only get so much from going through a program or through Mm -hmm. classes or a 12 step, but it's that, it's that outside support. Are they going to go right right back into the situation they were in? That's why a lot of people relapse right away because they're put back into the situations they were in before they went into Mm -hmm. recovery or into a program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think once people are, maybe tasked with that or it's, you know, for me, that's how it was. I thought I was helping my sister in certain situations and I thought that I was lending that helping hand, but then actually understanding what a support system for that was, Mm -hmm. you know, it changes your perception of it. And obviously you going through that. So you had these helping hands and you had these, these people come into your life. Was it something that, that initially stuck? Did you, Hey, once you had that support, Um, did you struggle with that for a while? before I'll
1: say, I I don't even today, you know, I've been sober, uh, 13 years, man. And, uh, I still, I don't have a lot of moderation, (laughs) moderation skills, right? I'm like all or (laughs) nothing, I'm all or nothing type of person. You know, I, I, uh, I make a decision and, and I kind of stick to it right or wrong, you know, and that's not always great, but in this situation it was great. But, um, man, I didn't, uh, kind of like you said, I, the way I grew up and Everyone I knew, I never knew anyone who got sober. I didn't even know anything about recovery, which is weird. You know, you would think, hey, I've been in this world of using drugs and drinking forever. It's all I know. How old are you? I'm I'm 42 now, man. Okay. And we think, oh, well, you know, but it was all a new experience. I didn't have any clue. Um, It was basically like, like, like I said, like starting a whole, whole new thing. But for me, I only went to rehab one time, you know, the first time. Okay. And it wasn't easy, dude. I'll tell you that much. It wasn't easy to stay sober. Um, But uh, for me, I just stayed sober no matter what. You know what I mean? And so for those first shit, dude, probably the first, definitely the first two years, man, I was still mentally, uh, my mental health, my depression, anxiety, all, you know, paranoia, all that shit was out of control, you know, in those first two years. And then maybe somewhere around five years in I just woke up one day and was like, Well, I guess I feel kinda normal. Okay. You know, this is like a new feeling for me. To not be <clears throat> you know, completely unbalanced depressed or, and unbalanced, yeah. hating life, yeah. thinking life sucks, thinking everyone everything sucks, I'm a loser, I'm a piece of shit. You know, all that stuff had been I guess uh, You cleanse your system out. Cleansed, it cleansed out, man, over time. It took time and it takes time. And so sometimes for me it took a long time, I think. But you know maybe that's the average amount of time you know i think sometimes people get a little everyone wants everything and they want it now mm-hmm. and if like if you've been getting fucked up and using for you know 15 years straight i started using and get fucked up every day dude when i was like 14 15 what were you doing and, uh started with like drinking and you know man Honestly, i had yeah. i had like um real bad social anxiety i mean so bad, like you'd look at me and talk to me, and I wouldn't even say anything. Like it was, it was bad. Uh, I think part of like hormonal shit when you're a teenager yep. made it worse. Mental health, I don't know. But when I um, and uh when I started drinking, man, I, I pretty much the first time I started, I got drinking. I started drinking. It I was there because I was like, this is what I've been, this is what I've been missing, and it didn't make life good. Don't get me wrong, life did not get good but it made it tolerable a little bit better. So I could be in social situations and not saying all of a sudden, no, oh, I'm the life of the party. Everything's look at me. It wasn't like that, but it wasn't like, I wasn't like completely paralyzed in fear, you You're know, comfortable. Maybe I or- was a little more comfortable and still, you know, even to this day, man, I still, people maybe talk to me and they can't, don't notice. Maybe I hide it real good. I don't know, but I still get social anxiety, anxiety, Situations, which is weird. Like we were talking about, I guess before we were taping, you know, I used to play music. I'd be Mm -hmm. on stage. You know, I've been a trainer as far as like, I would train people on counseling and topics like that. So I can get in front of a group and talk. You're not an
0: anti-social person in the sense where you can't connect. No, it's
1: like when it's these detached situations where you're kind of like in a role. I'm fine, dude. I could talk in front of 5 million people, five people. I don't care. That doesn't bother me. It's more like the interpersonal, Like connection situations were always super uncomfortable for me you know where you have to be a little more real you know um i think maybe upbringing had something to do with that and you also mentioned mental health are you yeah
0: do you have you ever been diagnosed yeah
1: man i've um you know like my dad uh he committed suicide when i was when i was seven uh in my family mental health issues i guess you'd say run on both sides so i've had different you know my dad committed suicide a couple of my uncles did i've had people that were that were you know they were all criminals dude i come from a long line of criminals so they ran in and out of prison people getting murdered all that shit uh but yeah the mental health stuff people just being um having it runs in my family i guess you'd say so
0: addiction is it, considered it, it, a mental health issue yeah right? yeah
1: yeah so, so substance use disorders it's a it's a it's a, it's real close i guess as far as like a mental health thing it's a little a little different but um not so different though you know what i mean a, a lot of the treatment would probably be the same you know you got to you, you know if you have depression or if you're a person with depression and and you're drinking every day your meds yeah. probably ain't going to work so well so yeah. your doctor's probably going to say hey you know maybe cut the drinking down you know what i mean that kind of thing so and and they they run hand in hand you know for a lot of people uh you you might hear people say like they self-medicated or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it goes, man. People have mental health disorders and they, and they like, I never had insurance. I never had, no one ever took me to the fucking doctor or anything like that. I never, when I was a kid knew probably even what it was. I didn't even know what it is, you know? So, but the way I grew up, you know, people were partying and drinking and, and fucking doing drugs and all that shit. So it's like, Hey, this is like medicine to me, you know? Um, It was, a a, like you might have heard people say, it it was a solution to my problems. Drinking and drugs wasn't my problem. It was a solution to my problems. And that's why sobriety and recovery is hard. You took my solution away. Now what? You know, I have to learn some new shit that might not work as good at first. Um, So it's going to be rough. And like you said, a lot of people, they don't have the support. I didn't have any uh, support system. Um, Like I said, I I didn't have any friends who were sober. I mean, let me back up. I did start going to meetings and stuff and, uh, even in the punk and like metal community, I guess where I kind of come from, I had some friends who were, you know, you go to meetings and you look for people like you yeah. and there's, and I'm, we're in Austin. So there's a lot of musicians, uh, and stuff like that who go to meetings. I'm going to take a drink. Let me take, you're good. Dude. You Austin Austin your, your whole life. No, I was born in Fort Worth. Um, I've lived all over LA. I've lived on the East coast, West coast. Cool. Um, moved a lot moved around a lot when i was a kid but during this time in your life Austin. yeah yeah, do it. And, yeah, i've been in back in austin for well over 20 years now i mean but uh, but yeah so you know you got to find your support where you where you can and
0: almost a double-edged sword too because a lot of you know the music industry is oh, yeah. like a hotbed for a lot of that kind of stuff oh, yeah. you know oh, if yeah, we're being yeah, honest yeah, and yeah it's hard to escape when it is your
1: support system yeah, and your yeah, friend yeah. group yeah it's hard man like um all the music stuff you know it comes along and you know, most shows and bands and stuff like that it's always at a bar or a place where yeah. they have you know liquor and everyone's that's, getting fucked up yeah. you know especially like the like i said the, the culture punk, the punk scene it, man people are getting blacked out fucking drunk that's the point you know probably a lot uh, a big percentage of the crowds like <clears throat> punk and metal i mean i'm using my own perception here i, I don't know if this is a fact but, you know, a lot of people have problems, too. I mean, people get fucked up, blackout drunk every night of the week, right? I mean, yeah, most venues it's are cultural. bars. It's, it's okay. No it. one's like...
0: Unless it's a straight-edge <clears throat> hardcore yeah, show or something edge like I mean, it's... no one's
1: like, dude, you walk into the bathroom at any of these clubs and fucking everyone's in there doing key bumps and, yeah, yeah. and it ain't no thing. They're like, oh, let me have some. You know, it's no thing. I mean, maybe if you bust out a rig and start shooting dope, they'd they be like, hey, oh, man. I, but you never it. know. You never know, right? Uh, there's a lot of heroin and stuff, too, in Austin, so... Anyways, man, I can get, you probably aren't already noticed once I start talking, I get <laughs> hey, off man, that's track. The, that's like an ADD thing. I'll bring you
0: in. I'll bring uh, in.
1: You got to reel me in, man.
0: So you were, uh, yeah, so initially you were going through it and it was tough because yeah, you, it was you were tough, getting out, but man. you were going to meetings, to, you were meeting people that were in your Yeah, I was going scene. to
1: meetings. I've, so I've done, um, I should say too, man, I support anyone's, everyone's got to find their own path. So I don't say this is just cause I did something, it's going to work for someone else or, right. Hey, I'm right. You're wrong. You know, for me, like when I, uh, when I started, yeah, I did the 12 step stuff a lot, man. Um, in a, uh, narcotics anonymous, um, you know, I went to AA before CA cocaine anonymous. I've done step work and, <clears throat> and all those fellowships and sponsor people. And I did that real hard for maybe my first five years or something like that. And like I said, working in the field, I was around, um, I was around drugs, uh, all day, every day, man. And working with clients, people are overdosing, people are dying. I'm helping people get in treatment, all this stuff. And, and it was just, it was a little bit hard for me to be, that was like my entire life. So I wouldn't say people can use their work as like a recovery substitute for recovery, but I was out there helping people every, every day. Yeah. So in my spare time, I kind of, I guess, fell out of going to meetings as much and, got more into working out you know doing jiu uh used to mountain bike real hard that was uh that was really good for me too because that's like a solitary you can go with by yourself buddy or whatever yeah. but it's more like a solitary in your head kind in of your thing. head meditative it's real meditative that's interesting i mean it yeah. is yeah i, I yeah. used to
0: i mean not like uh, i die hard but you know mm-hmm. i used to mountain bike and anything that's you know, running too. I got really into running recently right. and that's anything where you can kind of just get in your own head and escape. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it helps. I mean, jujitsu obviously, cause you have yeah, people yeah. trying to kill you. Guys. <laughs> yeah. The jujitsu
1: thing is interesting, man, because uh, how did that come about? The jiu-jitsu? Well, um, so I guess way back in the day when I was a kid, man, um, uh, I, I could, I could, I could probably explain a lot of different ways that I got into it, but, uh, you know, I've always been big, been big into pro wrestling and stuff like that when I was a kid. Um, You know, we'd be at the grocery store reading Black Belt Magazine, stealing of like, you know, Pro Wrestling Illustrated and shit like that. And back when, um, I don't remember what year it was, man, but they had the, uh, you know, they had the Kois Gracie on the fucking cover and uh, talking about UFC 1. So we were like, fuck, we got to get this shit. I was probably 12 years old. And um, that's how I got into MMA, man, back in the day, you know, um, UFC and then when it went off the air, watch you get going to Blockbuster and yep. getting the VHS Next and to the old school then, wrestling yeah, ones. Yep, 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 yep. And then uh, you know we'd be ordering Pride uh, pay per views, staying up all night, um, and we used to box and and you know wrestle and stuff like that. Uh, back when I was a kid in school, that's what I wanted to do. But um, I was such a fuck up, man. I got banned from like being able to basically do sports, do sports shit, basically. Yeah. So that that who knows how my life would have been different if if I guess not poor me, but maybe if someone would have stepped in at that time and said, Hey man, let's get it together. But I don't know. That's we don't know. right? Thing, yeah. Life is great today. Yeah. So I don't got no regrets. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's how I got into it. And, um, and I've always been into it b- basically, you know, I'm 42. So like 30 years I've been into martial arts and stuff. And as far as training, um, you know, I've tried things here and there and, uh, you know i have a daughter she's 18 and um, my son he's 12 and my daughter she's been doing martial arts since she was like 5 6 years old so 13 years and they were they've done uh like i i don't know what you'd call it i guess it's like kind of like karate uh, this, that's how she started like with striking Taekwondo, yeah, yeah and she sure. was into gymnastics and stuff too and uh, then they did mma and uh like for kids you yeah, know yeah. and uh and then they started training jiu jitsu both of them and they I would always be rolling with them at the house, you know, and they'd always beg me, like, you need to come to the gym, you need to come to the gym. And uh, I knew that like I said, I'm an all or nothing person, man. Right. So I knew Once I, you got in I, I knew and... I was too busy like with my career to to at that time I was waiting for like a a some stability, I guess. Like I had a job where I was traveling every other week, traveling all over the state. It just but anyways, once things settled down, I was like, all right. Um, so I'd never trained in a gi before or anything like that until I until I started. That's been like four four years or something like that. <sighs> anyways, long answer, but yeah, I've always been into it. And uh, and I like the gi. Uh, um, it does fuck my hands up, so I don't know how much longer I can do it. Uh, you know, uh, I tell you what, dude, when I do no gi, I feel fast I feel like some of those old wrestling skills come back, you know. It's funny, dude. It's like even when I first got in there, I hadn't shot a double in a long fucking time. Yeah. And I'm slow and I I can't level change <laughs> that good. But uh you know, I kinda remember some of the shit and but in Nogi, yeah, it comes back and the wrestling comes in a little bit better and the grips are I'm 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 like I'm like comfortable I'm comfortable with those kind of grips that, yeah. you know um just under hooks and and, and cord- collar yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it doesn't fuck the hands up and i feel like way faster i feel 20 years younger on that especially if you grab a grip wrong and someone rips it away dude and you're like what the dude, fuck, i think man, that's man. what like- happened to my finger here dude uh, um i was that was that was been that's been about two weeks i was rolling gi and somewhere you know how it is man you're rolling with new people i'm not blaming anybody but yeah. I, I i i'm pretty laid-back person man so i tend to be laid back when I'm rolling too. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I don't don't go wild and shit you and I'll see. snatch something if I see it. But a lot of times I'm just kind of fucking around, you know, I, I don't... don't. Great not to...
0: pressure, by the way. Your fucking oh, pressure thanks, is man. phenomenal, man. Well,
1: uh, well, like with you, I can't fuck around. With some people, I can't fuck around too much because I get fucked up. But if it's someone I can, I can <laughs> yeah. judge that I'm like, I can fuck off here. You know, I'll do shit like i'm there they're i'm in their guard and i'll just yeah. like grab their ankle and like do a flip or something oh, yeah. you know like it's like shit that's not you would not do you yeah, know yeah. I, fuck off right or i'll or i'll just i'll work my guard or open guards and anyways i got pushed back and I, I felt something roll on my hand and then i looked over it didn't hurt but then i looked over and my fingertips all fucking hanging off and then we were working lapel all this crazy lapel shit lately so in that i was a third roll um I think the third or fourth roll of the day, and I was doing a lot, trying a lot of different lapel grips and stuff. So probably somewhere, someone uh, yanked it, yanked and it. And you know, man, loosened
0: it up maybe, and
1: yeah, man. Like me, I don't even. Like I said, I'm laid back. I don't even break grips most of the time. Like you would think, man, you need to break those grips. You need to break those. I'm like, dude, if you're fucking gripping me and ain't doing shit with it, grip away, dude. Yeah, I don't fucking you're care. You tire yourself, tire yourself out. Tire yourself out. Going, you're, you're, you're squeezing got... me as hard as you can. A lot of times they'll grab my sleeve. I just do that dip under and I'm holding their wrist like in a wrestling grip like yeah. that. And they're still gripping my sleeve. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking yank my... It's like, they're wasting their energy. Fucking grip me. I don't care. Um, I
0: was So at the yeah. at the Kieran matches today, there was a, a match and this guy had the fucking craziest grips, man. And while he was warming up, he was just like pressure on his fingers. And he'd, yeah. get, his, he'd get his knuckles like this and start doing pressure on him. And then he'd get his fist yeah, and he's yeah. doing his wrist. And I was like, he's going to fucking be gripping somebody. And sure enough, man, he was like... He had someone's geese sleeve like halfway down. He was like around their neck and he never broke. He never broke grip. Yeah. He was just on him the whole time and he would like readjust, but phenomenal sure. grip strength, five minutes. Just, yeah, yeah. you know, you get those freaks, but, and sometimes it's like, I'm yeah. not getting out of it regardless of how yeah. tight
1: it is. So well, it's like not worth it sometimes, man. If you, you know, like, um, like I said, man, uh, that's just my style. I, I kind of pick and choose to where I'm gonna, where I'm gonna put my efforts and, if they're not really doing shit with it and a lot of times like I said I'm laid back so I'm kind of waiting a little bit playing the patient game so I don't really try to waste my energy just uh, grip fighting nonstop, especially in the gi you know like I said because it fucks your hands up and, and then when it comes time when I actually need a grip, my hand, my, my, uh, I kind of have carpal tunnel too. So I'm a, I'm a fucking beat down old mess. So I, that's what I said. I have to be a little selective. They're also like, thank dude, God
0: you started a CBD.
1: Company. I know, dude. There's times man where, uh, you know, I'm like, I got this shit and you grip and mm-hmm. then it's like, well, my fucking hands numb now and I, I didn't don't. get shit with this. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, gotta not do that. But yeah, some people, um, my grips are pretty strong, but yeah, some people are, are fucking beast, you know? And, uh, anyways, like I said, we get all, all crazy on topics here. Did you, uh,
0: so doing the, the CBD, did you ever, once you started getting into it and started researching it, Mm -hmm. was it kind of like a light bulb? Like, Hey, this can be used to help people (laughs) as well, or did Uh, that come out? Man,
1: like I said, I didn't believe I'm a skeptic of pretty much everything. And I, 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 encourage other people to be skeptical of things too. I think that's like a good Uh, Maybe not so much that you get start getting off into conspiracies and shit like that, but it's good to to, to not accept everything at face value because most people, well, I don't want to say it like that. There's a lot of misinformation on every topic out there and everyone, especially on the internet, dude, on the internet, everyone thinks they're an expert. It's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but everyone speaks as an expert. You can't see their face. You can't. You know they're Googling to find the right It's answers. The nature of the internet beast. It's the nature of the internet. So you've got to be a little careful about. I think, and it's good to have a skeptical nature, but, but yeah, no, really, man. The first time, I said I wasn't expecting it to to work, and the first time I started taking it, I was like, fuck, my hands feel. They don't feel great. They feel fucking way better though, way better. They weren't perfect, but it was like for me, it, it was working like quick. Did you originally smoke it? Do the drops? No, what I did. At first, I did um like a rub. No, 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 no. I, I did, um, like the, like drops, you know? Okay. And, um, and I also, I had gotten some capsules that were like the oil in the capsule. Yeah. So yeah. it's like pre-measured, you know, if anyone does buy capsules that are oil, uh, I would suggest that you, that you let it dissolve in your mouth. So you get that sublingual, um, absorption too. Don't just swallow pills. It yeah, doesn't work as good, you know? But, um, but yeah, for me, man, it started working and, and that's when I thought too, yeah, I always want to help and try to find something um it's not about money man i i i've I've been broke i've been homeless i've been poor i i I can survive so it wasn't about oh i'm gonna get rich out here doing this shit i i I really man the first month when i opened my website i got one order and i was fucking stoked i was like (laughs) i sold 30 dollars worth of shit you know because before i was just doing it with teammates and family i wasn't really uh doing the online business aspect pursuing the business aspect uh-uh.
0: So what, what, what triggered that? What, you uh, mean, after
1: you were doing it, you know, getting man, into it and after I was getting into perfected it, your formula, perfected you were everything. telling me your rig is your, yeah, yeah man, I do it all myself. Uh, not everything myself. Some of it I get from, from labs. You know, there's some parts that I can't do. I could learn, but it's not easy to get, and again, you know, one man show. Get, like, yeah. You yeah, yeah. get a hundred pounds of biomass and doing an yeah, extractions yeah. at your yeah, house. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can build a lab like that and people do it if you go on, on the Reddit. Uh, there, there's a cannabis. Um, uh, what is it called? It's like cannabis, um, extracts or something like that. There's a, there's a, there's subreddit a for subreddit it. for it where people are doing. They have their their columns and home everything. remedies and yeah, shit. yeah, and you know, they like... do home extractions and. Yeah. But to do to to run a company, you probably need more um, material than you could reasonably do. At least if if your company's big at all, you know, to re, then you could reasonably do on your own so using a lab for the extraction part and then all the uh, mixing and bottling and labeling i do all that cool so what yeah. you know going about doing the
0: research and stuff what made you go hey this is what i want to start making and i know you said that you wanted it for free so <laughs> yeah i wanted it for free
1: because the shit's expensive man and i try to keep In my California, prices it's like 80 bucks for the vial you sell there. Yeah. yeah dude i try to keep my bit. shit low priced so there was um I guess I'm getting into price co- conversation, but there was a couple of companies um, that I felt were ethical. There's a lot of bullshit out here in this industry. I guess you'd say most of it makes me sick, man. It's to fucking be honest. Booming, it's bullshit, man. but and it's all
0: over the place. And it's it, hard If, if people really knew, if people
1: knew the cost per unit that these companies are paying compared to what they're selling, dude, some of these companies selling bottles that are 90 bucks, their cost per units, $5 or less. So think about that, dude. Um, they're they're banking. I mean, I'm sure there's, uh, you know, that's how they can afford to have all these employees and stuff. I don't know if they actually are stacking money. You know, they probably have a lot of expenses running a business like that. But the the cost to the consumers compared to and the prices for the manufacturing side keep going lower and lower and lower. Now actually, there's like excess of biomass. You know, like raw hemp um, plants and shit that. There's so much because it's so booming that all these farmers are growing so much, dude. So the the prices for the distillates and things like that is dropping significantly, significantly in the back end. But the prices on the front end to consumers stayed the same. And I've always tried to keep my shit r- reasonably priced as low as I possibly could. And I do discounts all the time. I, like we were talking earlier off off tape or whatever. I uh, I give away so much shit to athletes and. If people are struggling and they write me a message, you know my trade is kind of tell me a good story and I'll and I'll hook you up too. So if you if you write me and say, "Hey man, I'm struggling in life and this is my story," I'll, I'll hook you up with something. But it's um, so
0: compassionate, man. Yeah, that's, so that's what the, I do. The, the, yeah, but it's 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 you know it's unique to certain people. I think that are willing to just have that. Everybody is right. or not everybody, but there are a lot of people with that. You know, what's in it for me mentality? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, and for for. Sure. for the trade-off of a good story and you know, and yeah, hopefully man. the people that are reaching out are being genuine and they're yeah, not being Because yeah, yeah, I'm I, sure I, you've I, ran into that. I've ran
1: into people, you know, but I, I go. So to me, man, trust, uh, trust is my, is my default. Um, I take everyone on face value, man. I don't, I don't try to dig in too much to it. If someone's completely full of shit, and like a scammer, then yeah. I'm I'm pretty keyed in, dude. I'm from the streets, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't fuck me over too bad, yeah. but I'm also pretty open. So. Giving people the benefit of the yeah, doubt. Yeah, give them the benefit of the doubt. trust It's just for me mentally, it's it's a better way to go about life. It's a beautiful way to be approach Be open it, right? and say, hey, man. What got me was it, a hey. video you did.
0: You did a video. I mean i didn't to cut you off.
1: No, go no, no, one. no. I'll just say I just I don't know what I was gonna say, but yeah, go
0: ahead. You did a video that was on Instagram where you did like five or six different frames, right? And you were yeah, just yeah. kinda going through your story and you were like, Hey, if, if you're out there and you need you know, yeah, you man. need you need help getting started in this or you need something here, or need something there, let me know, man. I'll, yeah, I'll, let I'll, me I'll, know man. I'll shoot it out and to put that on like a public platform like that and for someone that I think I mean you have a lot of attention. There's so sure. many athletes out there that yeah. represent your stuff, man. I, every yeah. day on Instagram every day. you have tags and I tags do, and tags and tags, and tags and tags of just people winning. Wearing your rash people. guards, yeah, using yeah, the yeah. oils, wearing the shirts. Yeah, man, dude, you're blowing. It's kind of crazy. Uh, to- I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, grateful, dude. I'm, uh, I have a good. Uh, appreciation, and I'm a pretty humbled.
0: Uh, hey, man, to, and so. to, to still have that give-back attitude and yeah, still yeah. have that, you know, that you're going to help people attitude is yep. something that I think people might lose in that, you know, because, it's, hey, it's the money easy, is dude. coming in or you are having a little bit of, of clout it's here. It's easy
1: to get that ego in the, and get that ego. I, I, I'm not a fucking saint, dude. I've, there's been times where I've I've had my own ego get in the way, too. Flex a little hard on flex it. Flex a little hard. Right. Right. And uh, But but most of the time, um, yeah, yeah but like you said, it's easy... And there's a lot of people, like I said earlier in this industry, man, it it pretty much makes me sick. Most, I don't have a number. I'd say fucking 90%. Right. And I'm not shit talking anyone, man, but everyone has their own motivations. Cool. Everyone needs to get paid. Cool. That's fine. But, um, you know, I, I think if if people are being honest and they're fucking making bank, then good on them. But there's so much of this shit out here who it's just ex- exploitative, I, I guess you'd say. You know, they'll put they're putting a little sick kid as their fucking mascot for their company. Like yes. this kid's got fucking cancer. This yes. kid, you know, we we do, we do. Well, why is your shit 120 dollars a bottle? You know what I mean? That kid must be fucking real sick, dude. I, I mean, they, you giving them all that money? What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, You know, or, uh, uh, there's a lot of BS. BS out there, man. And people say everyone's got the best shit. Apparently, you know, you don't ever hear anyone saying, I'll say it. My shit's the same as everyone else's. Guess what? <laughs> they're all getting it from the same fucking places. Most of these companies oh. are buying pre-bottled shit from the lab. The lab, sometimes the lab labels it for them. I mean, all they're doing is ordering. I mean, it's, it, and that's the thing about labs, man. I post my labs, the lab work. These are lab made products. They, if the lab is accurate, they should relatively all be the exact same thing. That's right. what a lab is. It's like, okay, if I got an A plus on the test and you got an A plus on the test, we maybe we didn't, or, you know, A minus. Maybe we didn't get the same answers wrong. We got a couple wrong, right? But in general, we hit there's all. There's consistency. There's consistency. We, it, there's to the consistency. we have both got the same grade. There's some little minor differences in how we got there, but is the minor difference that you answered B and I answered D on question right. eighty nine? Is that really an issue? No, nah, man. It's the same shit. Uh, when you see the CBD, is cbd that's the thing, these uh, these things are like, uh, you know, by the molecule or whatever, it's it's, it's its it's thing, right? So when you see CBD, CBD is CBD, dude, it's not, well, my CBD is better than your CBD. It's like, if it says 600 milligrams and theirs says 600 milligrams, that part is the same. Right. So did it matter, you know, uh, there's variations in, as far as like... Some stuff has more THC. Some stuff is isolate. My stuff is like kind of in the middle of that. So it's, uh, they call it THC free. It's not completely zero. Um, Isolate would be zero, but it's so low that it's um, when they do a test, any test that anyone takes, you're not going to fail a test in the lab. The lab will send it back non-detectable because it's below the detection limit for THC. But it's not always, it's not like... 0.0000 It's like zero point one, you okay. know, and 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 regular CBD is, uh, you know, zero point three. So it's like point three percent, and then above that you start getting into more like the, the medical things where it's like twenty to one, uh, THC to CBD or CBD to, to THC. So a five percent that kind of thing. But um, in general, I know I'm getting off topic, but in general, all these. All these products should be the same. So to me, if you trust the company and they're not bullshit and then they put the lab out and you can trust them, I, I say go for price. That's my opinion. You know, go for price, uh, trust in price. That's that's probably your best bet. If I'm not the cheapest price that you can find, that's cool. Hit me up. Maybe I'll hook you up. I don't know. But I try to keep mine low. And I see brands that are even in this market, man, like so even though it was only Two years ago when I officially, I guess, launched, you know, jujitsu, and it was my focus because I, because I looked around, there was brands who were outside of our world who were trying to come in Mm -hmm. and I was trying to go from the inside out. So there wasn't a lot of brands at that point that we're specifically focused on our work. We know over the last three, four years, five years, even yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll
0: give it a, a decent number. But I mean, CBD is relatively new, you know, mm-hmm. it is something that a lot of people I think are now just discovering right, the real right. benefits of it. But I feel like within the MMA community, it's been pretty, it's been a yeah. talking point, especially yeah, Logan, yeah, it's a talking the Diaz po- brothers. Yeah. D- yeah, yeah. But
1: like I said, a lot of those brands, man, uh, like I said, uh, everyone has their ways that they get money. And a lot of these companies, are, are, are kind of funded by like investment groups. Right. Yeah. So they might even have a person who's like their f- spokesperson, kind of like Dana White. <laughs> he doesn't own the UFC, yeah. but yeah. when you think of the UFC, you think of Dana, right? right. Um, yeah, that message was not endorsed by the UFC. <laughs> I don't know Dana. <laughs> but, you know, there's companies out there that are like that. They have an investment group and and, and and they're about making money and they can afford to spend other people's money, you know, so they yeah. can afford to put on big competitions or sponsor big time athletes and things like that um so that's the way it was at first and then now there's a lot more smaller brands popping up and like i said when i started there wasn't really a lot of brands there were some you know small team brands and things like that that were within our our world and um but now there is you know now there is a little a a few more and like i said just look at the prices man some of those brands are twice what i charge and so think and it's about good that
0: you have the the foot the footing in the in the mma world yeah, too, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. who you're speaking to a lot of my fans are mma people and they're the in that world, man that's my thing and so to, jiu to, do you feel like you've kind of established your own little niche within that market yeah man you know, i think I so like...
1: i think so and that part of my thing is too i'm a real person and i and i'm down with real people so yeah i've sponsored i've sponsored um you know famous athletes people in the ufc um like i work with beck rawlings you know yep. she's a bare knuckle champ and um i've worked with Lectonia in and uh in the, in the in ufc and um a couple other fighters in ufc people in bellator uh you know in pro wrestling like thunderosa is my girl that she's oh, the nwa so, champion so. um uh, uh, i've worked with tessa you know she's a um champion you've had people at worlds yeah, you've had people it, at ECC yeah, yeah man just... Um worked with people in AEW so like every company I've worked with big people but if you look uh, yeah yeah and then the IBJJF kind of world too I, You look I got world champions and shit but if you really look at my page you'll see a lot of people who are um they're not famous dude they're like a blue belt from the middle of fucking nowhere who does local competitions man and they're they're trying to hit it and I've sponsored fucking white belts you know um it does cost me money, but the way I look at it is, um, you know, if they get one teammate or one, their mama, you know, says, oh, I saw Joey, blah, blah, blah. And he had um, fight back on his pay on his Instagram. I'm going to buy some. So then I broke even. So long as one person buys from someone that they see it's a sponsored thing. So I um, I work with a lot of real people out there. You know what I mean? I think it's important. And if you look at a lot of these the bigger companies, they don't do that shit, man. They, they sponsor, um, I'm not gonna throw no names out there, but you know, they'll sponsor like, uh, someone who's like holding a belt in the UFC and, uh, or they'll, they'll sponsor someone who won um, Abu Dhabi. You know what I mean? But they don't yeah, sponsor somebody anybody. who got bronze at fucking tap out cancer the, at their hometown. That's the only competition they've ever done at white belt. You know yeah, what I mean? I yeah. will shit, dude. I mean, I'm not saying every white belt out there, be up for a <laughs> Yeah, them. but hey, man. But you know, uh, I think it's just like I said, so I, I'm a real person and I try to stick with real people, man. And, and, give back and that's another way to give give back I think hey man I hope, to, I hope this
0: episode does justice just just in, so, for man. that message alone man just because I feel like that's such an important component in, in just everyday life you know people having a support system back to the recovery thing right. back to just being feeling like you're being supported in your dreams and your goals yeah, whatever man. you're trying to do man and it's yeah, a,
1: whatever you're doing man send me a good story man and that's the thing yeah. where are you hoping to go with it I know
0: before this we were kind of talking about man. if you have any
1: long term plans so, what's the next five year plan know, for you know I have Quebec? a career I work that's a thing dude I'm fucking busy uh, I don't want to get too much into my career, but I've been in the in it's the, the job substance a world. Lot is, is the business? And I've been a counselor. I've done outreach, working in the streets, right. um, uh, helping people get into treatment. So I'm still in that kind of world. That's a nine to five, dude. Um, I work nine to five. I train four to five days a week. I got family, and I got fight back, and I have my recording studio. So my my, my fucking time is like slammed, jam packed. I have no downtime. Right. That's hard, man. That's 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 hard for me sometimes. But um to your question of where I was hoping one day, man, I, I had, had that like I said, that ego gets in there mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh man, maybe if I get this shit it's big enough bad. ego's not all Maybe bad. I can start paying myself and like not have to work two fucking jobs. Maybe yeah. I can pay myself from fight back. Maybe I'll be so busy yeah. that I can I can afford um, I got expensive taste, man. So I need to be real fucking busy to afford my my salary, and then I have family. So I got insurance, you got retirements, yeah, and all this yes, shit. Yes, yes. So to me, it's kind of like it's like a, a side project, I guess. It's busy, like we were talking about off the off the record. I guess I'm fucking busy, man. I'm That's I'm good, shipping man. things every day, but That's good. um,
0: and yeah, you said bottle a hundred bottles a day or a
1: week, man. Yeah, That's fucking usually, nonsense. I I yeah, I try to. I've 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 found my. Um. Yeah. Sometimes more, man. It just depends. Um, but I found my kind of rhythm where, on my weekends, is usually when I when I, kind of manufacture stuff. And when I first started, man, I would make, one batch of like. way Back up. When I really first started, I was buying the distillate like by the gram. You know, and it was expensive at that point. It was like twenty dollars a gram. That makes like a bottle and a half. You know, and so um there's other uh, costs that go into it. You got the bottle, you got the, the oil, the labels and stuff like that. And, um, so first I would make like barely any at a time, you know, 10 bottles, 30 bottles, whatever. And and that'd be a batch. And that'd last me a little bit. And then, and then I, I started, um, it's easier now to just do it like maybe once a week or sometimes once every two weeks, depending if I, if I, get help you know get my daughter to help me i'll make a whole bunch and that way it kind of helps my um sorry i'm tapping on the table it's It's on the mic but uh that helps me to balance my time because every night um i mean i'm up till two three in the morning every night man i get fucking hundreds of messages i'm answering every i mean i answer almost every message i answer probably 99 percent of them and i get them through email through facebook through instagram so I'm, i'm all day long And I I work a lot um, with people in in like Australia and New Zealand, I think probably because I worked with some athletes like Beck and people who were over there, and they really helped me get uh, established out there. A lot of companies won't ship there because you you take a risk that it's going to get seized, right? i will i'll ship anywhere i don't give a fuck and uh <laughs> you know what i mean i don't hey breaking laws ain't nothing new man i ain't tripping just don't get caught but uh yeah no if, they, uh, if, custom, love it, if custom steals it if, if yes. they steal my shit i i refund i refund it or reship it I, I handle it i don't no one know no customers lose out so if they if it doesn't make it i i, I take care of it but the story is they're on a different schedule. So I'll, I'll get, you know, messages our messages in morning, late yeah. in the fucking evening where they're just doing their shit at, or at work or whatever. I'm at, It's like 3.30 in the morning for me. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, fuck, I'm answering this message. Fuck, oh, aren't you worried out. about that? That's probably why you're down in coffee all the time. That's <laughs> why so I'm down in coffee. And yeah, then I get up, go to work the next day. And I drag ass, man. And then I'm dragging ass at the gym. I, I I get home from work about 6. And now our gym schedule, um, I don't usually go to the basics classes because i'm so much advanced you know <laughs> <That> blue, <laughs> no, no. Blue but yeah but that class is at six thirty, and the other classes at seven thirty. so right. if i if i go to seven thirty class i can take a nap before class but a little bit of sleep a little bit of sleep you're concerned on? about not getting enough sleep oh man sleep is is, is for the is, week sleep is it's i'm not good at it man that's one of my skills i don't have and that's why um you know, I do the nighttime stuff. I'm yeah, getting yeah. into my product, but uh, you know, Mercedes, that's who cool. does she's at um at, out there at in uh, Tucson at the Tenth Planet. Mm-hmm. Her and Anthony that they, they run they run that school, and she uh she was saying, man, you need to do uh something like lavender and chamomile, and you know, so she kind of gave me try the it idea, and, 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 and I and melatonin. To try it. So I'm like, it's like fuck, I'll try it. And so I do that, and I, that's like my own thing. So no other companies. They might do something similar, but mine is mine. I do it. That's my custom deal. And I take that every night. That helps me to stay, fall asleep, and like stay asleep. So even if I do only get four hours, that's better than rolling and tossing and turning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I take that every fucking night, and it religiously, man. And that 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 definitely it helps me. I'm not gonna tell everyone, hey, this will definitely help you. Everyone has their own sleep I'm issues. A,
0: it's hard for me to sleep, man, and that's All from right. years of being up late and just. Yeah, yeah, I'm a night owl. Yeah, I, I feel like I am too, to yeah, a degree, you know? know. And it's it's, but I also fucking hate getting up early and tired, oh, being sucks, tired, man. man. And sucks. I know melatonin for sure puts me puts me out, lets me sleep through the night. It helps, uh, for sure. n- you know, never as long as i know when i do my melatonin it's when i want a good solid like seven yeah, eight yeah. hours because you'll yeah. you'll almost you'll sleep probably too much sleep.
1: yeah you can sleep too much definitely if you're like fuck man i need to do three droppers of this shit so <laughs> it's like, i like i hope you got time to sleep <laughs> you ain't gonna want to wake Perfect. Up. three droppers yeah, All yeah right. three I'm droppers gonna... <laughs> should be out but you know some people start i say start with the half one and see yeah. how it goes and then if it's good do a whole one if you want more cbd do a drop of the do a dropper the nighttime and then do a regular. Don't do two droppers the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, just be off, out the, your, next be yeah, off yeah, the next day. Be off the next day. Oh man. Like I said, I'm a night owl. My, my default schedule, like, so like this week we don't, we don't work on Monday. So I had an extra long weekend but sometimes like you know over holidays we'll have fucking a week off and by the time that week is at the end of that week i'm back on my default schedule which is like staying up till five in the morning i want to sleep till noon and i could do that all that that's like totally comfortable for me so i was like well shit if my company was good then i could just (laughs) sleep from five to noon every day (laughs) that's my hours it doesn't work like that on most people's schedule but um yeah so i've always struggled with it man and that those um Those kind of ruminating thoughts, you know, like I say, I'm not, I don't live, I don't live in fear, man. I'm not, I'm not like scared of most things, you know, um, that's the way I used to live, you know, afraid of everything but uh something about it man as soon as i lay down like i start thinking about dying (laughs) you know (laughs) i'm uh, like dude this ain't the time to figure out like what's gonna happen when i'm dead
0: that's because it's fucking you just because you're not you're probably not trying to be distracted by things you do have so
1: much going on same thing that's me too man i lay down and
0: i'm just like hey what was i thinking about the other day when i had i get morbid
1: (laughs) on it dude and it's like i think our brains we get well i know this is true it's like if I tell you, to think of the color red, what fruit are you thinking of? Strawberry. Yeah. You know, we're going to think of, uh, we're going to follow, we're going to build associations and neuropathways oh, yeah. that, that it related to trauma too, man. I, that's why a lot of people develop um, problems with substances as a, as a result of their trauma experiences. I had a lot of trauma experiences in my life, in my childhood. And, uh, and we've developed these neuropathways where it's like, you ever hear people say like, well, that thing triggered me. That's what it means. It means mm-hmm. like whatever I heard, I got bit in the face by a dog. I, I didn't, but I'm just saying an yeah. example. And then you hear this dog bark and it sounds like that dog and, and, and those memories flood back in. And it's really difficult to break those associations. Or when uh, you block something out completely and then one day out, during therapy, day someone's up.
0: talking and then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And it gets
1: flushed back. Our yeah. brain is like efficient. Mm-hmm. And so when we develop those pathways, uh, the, that's the way that's the way our brain wants to work you know we want to associate things quickly and um i'm simplifying things but but anyways yeah we get into these kind of uh, uh like um, patterns patterns of behavior in uh, associations and yeah i Go think that's my that's like right my sleep one i start getting morbid on it and i don't know how to break it i, I used to meditate dude, when i first got sober of course I was paranoid and fucking delusional. I did cocaine every fucking day. <laughs> like I'm like Ugh. I feel like I'm you know I feel, having like, a I, heart I feel attack. like I'm having a heart attack when I sleep. <laughs> I feel like I'm I can't breathe the world oh, the weight of the shit. world. This is what I'm sober, man. I'm like the weight of the world is crushing on me. I feel physically I feel like I'm being crushed and I and I can't get comfortable and I feel like I'm going to die and uh and I I I, met, I, I would meditate like uh, i'd have to meditate you know at first it would take like an hour and then i would get better and better and then and then eventually within you know 10 minutes or something i would start to literally like they say counting sheep like that kind of thing like i'm counting my breaths i'm you know as i breathe in and out mm-hmm. mindless things just trying to try trying yeah. to, to, to break that association of like getting into thoughts and it definitely helps but um it's still not perfect, man. I've been sober 13 years and sleep is still not fucking easy for me. I don't, I think it's going to be a life. I think it's going to be a lifelong challenge, man. And that's how it goes. We all have our challenges, uh, I guess. What, uh, we can talk about fear of death too. Cause that's always yeah. the worst, man. man, oh, man. Oh, I, don't, I don't, like I said, man, I, I don't, you feel like I you... don't have a lot of fear, man. I was motivated by fear in my life. Everything I did, um, I, it, I don't know if I recognized it at first, but I was scared of everything, man. I was scared of every fucking little thing that you could think of. I was scared of relationships, scared of like uh, intimacy, scared of, um, being found out that I'm a fucking liar. And you know, this is all, you know, these are shit that's in my head, you know, that, uh, that I'm I'm having to build all these walls and like maintain this, um, this like facade, I guess you'd say that's probably everyone else could probably see through it. But for my own mental, um stability or whatever I'm like, you know what I'm saying and um I don't know I'm getting off topic no, but, but it, it makes so but I, fear I, being motivated by fear it's a big it's not a good motivator as far as like making changes so if you're thinking about out there listening and you're thinking about making a change in your life like oh i want to get well with my mental health or my sobriety or something fear might help you get started but it ain't going to help you maintain it won't because your escape is safety your escape yeah, yeah, is the uh, cushion the pillow yeah. so the sometimes blanket people think, man i don't want to go blanket. to jail again i'm going to stop fucking smoking crack so i don't it's like well that might motivate you at first but you know then you're going to figure out how to smoke to crack out. at your house yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time yeah, so you're yeah, not yeah, out there. man and like like i don't do recovery Maybe I'm a pessimist or something. I feel like I'm a pretty positive person, but, you know, I don't do recovery for the good times. I do it for the bad times, you know? And the problem Ooh. is if I haven't built up my strength <laughs> and things are going good, we start to have good times. And, um, it's really easy. I think for people to, um, convince themselves that everything is going good, um, a little bit wouldn't hurt just this weekend, just for going today, to a, party. a little party. And I'm it's just going to have, I never had a problem with alcohol. So I'm just going to drink it's new year's. And it's like, well, now it's technically January 1st. Cause we passed new year's Eve and it's four 30 and I've been doing coke for the last four hours straight. You know, it, it happens that quick, minute. you yeah. know, for people, sometimes it doesn't happen immediately. And maybe that's even worse, man. People start thinking everything's going good and they start. Doing a little bit of this, a little that, and everything's going good. And and you know, they find themselves later, they lost everything again. How did it happen? It How did it happen? It happens. That's no judgment, but anyways, I, like I said, I do it for the for the for the bad times, man. So. You know, like when I was having clients die, uh, I'm out there helping. I'm reversing overdoses, dude, watching people die. Um, uh, What that's going to be my next
0: one is what got you into the counseling and the, I mean, was it through Uh, the recovery process? It was through the recovery
1: process. And actually, like before, so before this, I've done a lot of stuff in my life, man. And right when I got sober, I was doing like remodeling type work. um, So you weren't going to school to be a counselor? We weren't going to school to be be a counselor or anything. And I had gotten hurt. Uh, so you know like i said back went back up you know being in the punk and, and metal community doing coke and getting drunk all night was not a problem like no one judged you for that shit right so maybe some people do but none of my friends did because they we all did that shit. the culture again it's a culture so i was already into that and um uh and then i had gotten hurt and uh didn't have insurance and all that and just my mindset of thinking well i'm you know, like doing heroin and shit seems like a good idea. I mean, I'm hurt and I could work. And um, I had done it recreationally in the past, but I'd never been strung out. My, my, I've had family members who'd been strung out, people I knew who'd been strung out. So I was like, I ain't never gonna do that shit. Get strung out. But you know, I'd done pills and done heroin and shit like that. But, um, but anyways, I get now I get off topic. But, but yeah, man, that's that's how I that's what drove me to sobriety so i guess i'm grateful for those experiences getting strung out and trying to maintain maintain that lifestyle and uh and anyway so i was in treatment and i had i didn't i gave up everything dude i i was i was to the point where um i thought like you know this isn't the life i want but this is the life i got and uh that's just the way it's going to be and so i was willing to give up everything i gave up my I, you know give up. I wasn't allowed in my own home. You know, I had a daughter at that point. I still do same one, right. but uh, you know, <laughs> I wasn't allowed in my house. I, I was, I was, a, I, I, so I was homeless. I gave up my career cause I knew I had tried to stay sober and set these limits with work. Like I'm not going to work with the crew. I'm just doing my own one man jobs. I'm only working three days a week. I'm only doing one job a day, trying to maintain these things. And of course shit happens. We get these big I was doing countertops and bathtubs and stuff. And so we get these big jobs and it's like, fuck, I gotta go run the jobs and we gotta knock this stuff out. So I went back to it, you know, and I'm getting fucked up again. So I knew I couldn't go back to that kind of work. Um, and I had a couple, I was, I was open to direction, man. I didn't know how to live. And I figured I'll just go with whatever people say. And I had a counselor who said, man, you'd be a good counselor. And then I, I had another Person who said, I think you'd be good at counseling. So, this is when I was first getting sober, man, and I had nothing. So, I'm like, okay. So, when I got out of treatment and was, was um, you know, putting my life together, yeah, I should move my phone off here, the table. It's going to vibrate. But uh, mine was going off too. So yeah, I, I, I started going to school and learning. And that process helped me, man. I've actually, I would encourage anyone if they feel they have the capacity to do it, or even if they don't. Maybe give it a shot. But when you're first getting sober, sometimes it's good to have something challenging to pass your time. And school was something that was challenging for me and passed my time. And it gave me a focus where I had a clear end date. You know, maybe I push it off a little bit because I dropped a class or something. But I knew I'd have a start and a finish and I need to stick on this path and um that's how i became a counselor man and was there some self-discovery maybe too yeah yeah, for sure dude like helping process for sure i I started learning because i didn't know how to live i didn't know anything about life Uh, i knew how to hustle i knew how to like man my my, the i thought was cool and the stuff i thought was important in life it's funny like I, i when i first got sober i thought man when i get five years sober I'm going to give me a Big Boss Hog Cadillac with <laughs> the convertible white on white with the horns and everything. No, oh, with to the have, horns. Yeah. Oh, no. I used to have an old-school Cadillac. I used to roll caddies, dude. That's what I did, rolling through the hood. And my fucking, uh, I had an 82 Deville. That one got totaled. And then I had an 89 Broham. It glossed out and everything. And I, that's the shit I thought was cool. I was like, man, I'm going to fucking roll my caddy through the hood. And everyone's going to be like, man, I want to buy your car. I want to buy your car. That's the th- I didn't know anything about life. That was my goals. Like, right. I'm going to be fucking cool in the hood. Yeah. And uh, through this process, I, I, I started learning about wanting more internal things for myself. Like I want to feel good about myself. I want to you know, learn to care and love other people. The virtuous. Feelings yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, want to learn about myself. Yeah. And so going through the process of learning about how to help other people with addiction or substance use disorders, I guess substance use disorders, like the formal term addiction is kind of like a colloquial yeah. term that people use. Um, but, uh, that, I think that helped me, like you said, some self discovery and, um, yeah. And, uh, just by chance, um, I was a, I was an intern, and I went to go do an internship, and the, the 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 place I wanted to go was like a a treatment center to, to um, like outpatient treatment program. And the the coordinator for the for the agency agency was like, well, I think you'll be better over here. And so she sent me to like the HIV um, program, har- harm reduction, and H- excuse me, HIV and Hep C, but HIV specific. So that's how I got into like the HIV world was by chance. I had known people who. I'm not HIV positive, but I've had friends who were HIV positive and uh, things like that, different points in my life. And that's when it gets scary. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't know anything about it, you know, but that's that's how I got into that world. And it was a good fit because I I, the harm reduction piece is is not always accepted in the recovery community. But I think it's really important to acknowledge people for where they're at and let them help them be safe and stay alive and you know not overdose and and guess what man not everyone has to be sober you know everyone gets to choose the level of misery that they are comfortable with i mean that's like a negative oh, way of dude, saying it but you know pins. a lot of the people we work with man i mean let me put it this way dude if you're strung out it's a rare motherfucker who's like i love being strung out you know it's a rare person they might voice that and say i don't ever want to quit they know that's fucking bullshit man because it's a it's a hard life and like when i first got sober yeah if you could have said hey man i'll give you a fucking Chunk of heroin the size of a fucking globe or whatever, or a base a basketball. Yeah, or I'll, and I'll keep you stocked up. You'll never have to buy it again. Is that a trade you would take? I'd probably say, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep doing it and I won't have any problems. Oh, My supply is there. Yeah. I have permission. Yeah. My problems are gone. But, yeah. the, but the hustle, man, of having to score, having to... Um, not go to jail you know having your dealer go to jail and now you're fucking assed out and you're dope sick having to sit in a parking lot fucking blowing up someone on their text and on their page man where are you i'll be there i'll be there they ain't showing up so you're fucking sick you know and you don't know what to do like that that's a lifestyle that most people are not into and most people don't even know that most people stuff, don't even man, know about it but i mean a lot of people do but, yeah, yeah,
0: but and a lot of people can think about it but it can really be there be the conceptualization it, yeah, is different yeah. you know it,
1: the concepts are different and that's the thing about the harm reduction piece is uh you know if someone says voices hey i don't have, i don't want to stop and i'm not ready that's cool they don't have to stop but you know I want to try to help them stay alive man so that maybe at some point they do want to stop maybe they don't i don't know but the cool thing is they didn't overdose or if they did they were revived so they didn't die Um, they didn't test positive for HIV, but if they did, they got medicines, it's going to be all right. You know, is it, is it the life they wanted? Probably not. It's the one they got and they're going to be, um, they're going to be all right. We're going to help them. Um, you know, so that piece of it, that's shit, dude. Everyone, you know, you ask your sister, man, I think everyone who's had a substance problem, has said, I'm only going to do it on the weekends. <laughs> you know, I'm going to try oh, to manage yeah, yeah. my fucking use. Everyone tries it. And so it's good when you have someone there helping you see when that's working and when that's not. And so that was a good fit for me, man. I, I believe in that. And uh, your firsthand experience. Yeah, yeah. My first perfectly. And, and, you know, I've worked yeah. with people in the community that, you know, man, I've seen a lot of people not make it, dude. I, I'd, I'd seen a lot. Of, I've had a lot of friends in my personal life overdose die especially once this opioid shit started blowing up i think back to when um a lot of people i was in high school with and stuff like that they weren't fucking shooting dope dude they weren't we weren't we didn't even know where to get that shit when i lived on the east coast we'd have to go to baltimore or dc or something drugs like that weren't easy to get even getting coke was like not easy that would be like a special occasion you know we can get weed kind of not good shit (laughs) yeah back in the day there wasn't good weed (laughs) uh, but we could get liquor you know and sometimes you get just different shit simpler times simpler times (laughs) but now man i've I've had a lot of people i used to know they fucking overdosed and, and died man and uh and then yeah growing up i've had a lot of friends like commit suicide and all that shit and then so in in the in the work world i've seen a lot of clients um it's the same same shit different day man people not everyone's gonna make it that's all right you know it's not optimal but it's part of the game i guess you'd say you can at least help one person though yeah so it's not about that's the thing man helping people i i I would encourage people to think about this man it's you got to get yourself out of the i used to have a friend that said this he's like we're not in the results business i didn't know what that meant but we really have to give freely and not I'm not giving with the intent that there's going to be a result that comes from this. Uh, That takes a lot of pressure off me. I'm not going to get a resentment, you know, if I'm like, help somebody and they fuck it off or, you know, they're full of shit or whatever it is. But also just helping someone um, uh, for that moment, you know. So, uh, like I said, when I'm working with people in the community, it's not about, man, they're going to have a perfect life one day. You know what, dude? They're probably going to fucking OD and die. You know, that's likely to happen. But you know what, in that moment they had someone treat them with respect and dignity. They had a good experience, a human experience. They knew that there was someone, at least one person in the world, who fucking cared about them, even if it feels like no one else does. And also, I didn't want anything, and in re- in, I don't want anything in return. So they don't have to do anything. And that's the thing, like in the drug world, man. Everyone's got a fucking angle. Everyone wants something. Ain't no one doing shit for free, dude. If I helped you, that's good, cause now yeah, you fucking owe me, motherfucker. You know? Uh, oh, you're dope sick? Uh, yeah, I'll kick uh, you down. Now you owe me double. You gotta pay me one and a half for that shit I gave. You know? That's the world, <laughs> and uh, they people out there don't have. Uh, even their families, dude. Families aren't given freely because they love their family member. They're they're trying to help a lot of times because they're uncomfortable. It's about themselves, man. Like they oh, want to feel comfortable in their own shit. So if this other person doesn't have a fucking problem, then I can feel it's hard to be comfortable watching someone die, you know? So a lot of the helping is given I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying people there's a bias there's there. There's an ego there. There's, there's an ego. A there's bit, a bias. It bleeds in. It bleeds in. Where they're and um, like I said, I'm going on and on. But I take that same respect when within my company of, of when like I said way back when when I'm helping people, I don't have any real expectations. I do set out. I think it's good to have boundaries. I don't always have the best boundaries, but I think it's good to set some expectations that are a mutual agreement that we can agree to like oh I'll give you some shit we'll promote it. well then just promote it on your Instagram page you can do that for free it's cool you yeah. know that's about the extent of all I expect and not you know what man sometimes people don't even do that but it's cool
0: it's an interesting aspect that you talk about originally being like socially anxious and, not, mm-hmm. and you know having this 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 uh, reserve about yourself when it comes yeah. to situations mm-hmm. and now you're so open and giving it seems you know man and I feel like yeah. that's a a testament to your character and that's, that's it's yeah. again beautiful I don't want to use yeah. overuse no, man, that like or, like, said, or feel yeah. like I'm blowing you up but I mean it's, all it's, good, man. it's powerful for you to be someone that is in these situations you're talking about and in these 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 predicaments that may have not ended well, man, and yeah. you know you're yeah. you're lucky enough to have your health, and yeah, your wherewithal I'm lucky dude. I'm, I'm blessed, and and I you're I say. yeah, and 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 to still feel the need to want to give back to people yeah. and to be that helping hand and to be that encouragement, right? I mean, fuck, man, I I yeah. I, I hope that people that listen to this and hear that take a little bit away right. from that yeah. because it is not even people that are were in your situation or are in yeah, your situation currently, situation. but the friends and the support
1: system of it yeah. too, and that's just my story man or my history I'm not a good super good storyteller I could tell you some fucking stories though but uh, but yeah man that's um, when I said way back when when I I feel like I lived and died That that's what I meant is that I'm, a, I'm like a I'm the same person but this is all new so it's so different from it, it really is like I've lived two lives man that's all I, all I can describe it as and in my past life uh I wasn't a bad person man I've always been giving I've always it, that got me taken advantage of sometimes it's all good but uh That's what I was going to I was always I was always but you know even being antisocial I didn't want to get fucked up by myself and you know even when I'd go to the bar I'm the kind of person who would be like I'm fucked up so I went to a, how do you leave a punk club with a $200 tab? I don't know. I fucking do it. It's like beers are like $2, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, everyone gets some. And then I'm giving the fucking bartender $50 oh, tip. Man. And you know, that's the boundaries. There's something to that, man. Like I said, it's, it, it, there is a result from that. It's like, you know, maybe I feel good about myself or I feel some ego. I, it's, um, in those situations. Um, but yeah, that's that, that, that whole life of, of. Um being somewhat selfish or, or I guess you'd say somewhat self obsessed or self centered. You know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Of like not really or, you know, I did consider how my behaviors hurt other people, but I, I wasn't necessarily in a position to do anything about it or make a change, you know. Like my family wasn't happy that I was getting fucked up, but I didn't know a way out and uh um I mean, that's a crippling effect of the yeah, addiction yeah, yeah, yeah. itself
0: though, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah. talking to my sister about that, she's like, I I knew you guys, you know, she yeah. tried keeping it from us and the, those heartfelt conversations where she's like, I didn't really, it's not that I didn't care. It's just like, I didn't have a way to really go about you going. Know. You didn't know I how to live. I, don't, I don't know any your, way. Your, your, your quote of you didn't know how to live is, is impactful, yeah. but then also you said that you were open to direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I think a lot of people away, are,
0: are so, they're so quick to just... You know, maybe only think about something one way or maybe only take one perspective or only use their own perspective, which I think is is damaging in itself because then you're not allowing people's ideas or people that have experienced it and that can at least sit there and not like you're not trying to push anything on people, but you're at least sitting there and going, hey... I've been dealt with these options before mm-hmm. and I can let you know how they both work out. Yeah, yeah. They either work out with me now being happy and being functioning and, mm-hmm. and, and me having some, some pride about myself or me being dead. Yeah. And I've seen both yeah, results r- and I've been close I've to both results, results man. you know, and it's that's true. E- even that sentiment alone is powerful. And so people are so resistant to that and they're so it's resistant hard, to man. hearing
1: it. It's hard. It's they, well, cause you don't have the experience, you know? Um, like if you ask people, uh, people say shit like oh, i want to get a good job or i want to go to college like no we, I, I didn't fucking know what that meant dude. i had an idea because i had seen shit on TV. Other people do dude, like i've it. seen the yeah. first print you know I've, <laughs> I've seen shows on tv i, I you know carlton's in college i think i know what it means but <laughs> so i don't I have fucking, to keep going to school yeah, after yeah, high school what? yeah I, I don't but but as far as like oh this is going to take a long time and you have to do it every day like that doesn't register i don't have that experience i didn't know how to live I didn't know how to do anything and uh you only my only frame of reference was things that i had seen on tv or something that i'd heard and i'd heard a lot of bullshit, you know what i mean and so it was really learning how to live from the beginning um even to the basic things of like learn base i think basic but maybe not but you know learning how to care about people and care about yourself um some people are fortunate enough man that they grow up with that they they, they they that was built into them. They don't have to learn it. They they learned it by Experience. It's I a guess. different kind of it's learning. It's a different suvo. kind of d- different type. It's of learning. not a book
0: learning. It's not. No. It's not. It's different than not having an education. It's. I mean, it is yeah. an education, but it's an education of self and of like yeah. feelings. Yeah. And a hard. lot of people don't know how to express they their feelings know. in a healthy way, healthy. No. in a normal way, mm-hmm. in a constructive way. A lot of people, and then how are they expected to teach a child that? You yeah. know? How are they expected yeah. to teach a young Justin, Everyone's especially doing when the best everybody they can, in your right? family? You said that it was yeah. rampant. You know, people. You had yeah, people locked up. You had yeah, people in your yeah. family. IOD. od yeah who, who the fuck is a guiding light for you yeah yeah man like
1: I, I just like it's a what you're saying is true like being a dad i didn't know nothing about that dude um uh, I and, imagine. you know so and you know i never this isn't about poor me because it, it is what it is you know if my dad wouldn't have killed himself i probably would have fucking killed him uh, he wasn't like the <laughs> greatest person in the world as far as his, his behaviors you know he's an abuser beat my mom that kind of shit uh, no I doubt, no doubt. No doubt. I would have put him in the fucking grave. That's just the way I am. They don't hurt people I care about. I, I don't have, like I said, I don't have an all or nothing kind of person. So if we're going to the all, um, you probably ain't getting up again. That's just the way it's going to be. You know, that's probably what would have happened. So maybe in some ways he, 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 he did something for me. He saved me in some ways. But as far as like, um, I'm not trying to sound like a tough guy, either, no, but no, no, it's no, just no, the reality of the situation. I get it, yeah. and, uh, but as far as like, you know, when I have my own kids and like they have, I I, I, don't, I do anything I can for them, you know? So they have anything I want, they get, man. They have Christmas, they have birthdays, they have, you know, my daughter, she learned, she got a license. I bought her a car. No one ever fucking bought me a car, man. Uh, you know, this is material shit. Like I said, even today, it's hard for me to frame things in a non-material way. But um, but yeah, is is but those experiences now that I'm having them as an adult, you're giving them experiences. Yeah, Regardless, yeah, well,
0: if you're giving her a car, or you're yeah, giving yeah, her yeah. something. But I think she's back. still feeling the
1: love. She's still well, getting I'm, the lesson yeah, or whatever you're trying yeah, to yeah. show. And her. Well, I think back and now I know the kind of shit I didn't have. Yeah, first yes. I never knew. It wasn't you know? about
0: not having a car, but maybe it was about having a
1: parent yeah. that was like willing yeah, to reward you because you're working. I never knew, I never ethic, knew man. Or, I never knew what it would be like to. Um, Cause I never had that experience. You know, I didn't have my dad on my 18th birthday saying happy birthday, son, you know, that kind of deal. I didn't have a dad. Teaching me how to be a dad. And so all, and, uh, and I didn't have, I grew up with just my sister and my mom, my grandma, uh, she's passed too. And my mom, my mom's disabled, man. She's, she's, uh, she uses a wheelchair and stuff like that. And, uh, so it's just a weird kind of way my life, I guess, growing up is unique, but I never had, um, a male necessarily a good male role model to teach People me like how to People, I don't want to be like teach me how to be a man, that kind of shit I mean but you know, to teach me how to be a dad and like what does that look it's like a being a man? My my dad wasn't yeah. around I so I uh, just to
0: tie a couple of things together, my, my dad's dad, my real grandpa committed suicide as yeah, well when it. my dad was like younger, seven, you know, and I didn't find that out until until I was like twelve, thirteen and, mm-hmm. and you know, my dad obviously had issues with that, yeah, no doubt. Really I mean you're gonna you're gonna you know, and that didn't necessarily translate translate well to my sister or I. No, it's, it's generational, man. It he, impacts
1: for generations.
0: He upped and up and left. You know, I I went years without talking to him, and right mm-hmm. now it's like a happy birthday kind of discussion. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I admit wholeheartedly that I lacked a, a, a male role model in my life, yeah. and I lacked somebody that. You know, it is about being a man and not in a sexist way That take that dynamic out of it. It is about being a a man in the sense that you can support yourself and support others, you know, and I had to learn to help support my mom and my sister the hard way. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I was 16 and all of a sudden I'm working full time and trying to, you know, and, and, and to just from basic things of how to treat a person with dignity and treat a person with respect to being a father yourself mm-hmm. it's not something that is expected to be learned overnight and when you're you're starting behind the starting line you're, oh, yeah. you're starting the, yeah, the yeah. race behind everybody yeah. in, in certain situations when it comes oh, to that yeah. kind of shit so fuck man. I mean and for you to to pull yourself out, I get the second life now. I get that yeah, yeah, that, that 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 reference because it's you know, you probably do feel like you're a kid at times learning it, yeah, in in school. Yeah, dude, even and this far fuck, into it, man. I, I,
1: I I'm still learning, man, this far into it. Like it's I'm not perfect, man, I'm not a saint. Uh I have my own fucked up thoughts then, I yes, i'm a jealous yes, i'm a jealous yes, fucking yeah. hater dude it's like yeah, dude. you know i got, that's a thing fuck you yeah <laughs> it's Instagram, like my life that one yeah, percent message dude, you're not answering if, if is you know, the hate if, if, had, if an outsider looked at my life there's probably people who'd be like man his life is perfect he's got family he's oh, got his own house yeah. he's got his business his job his, he's got a car he wants something he gets people but for me you know the inside out uh uh it's like, I'll look at this, I'll see somebody, I have a car, right? And I'll see this dude in the car and be like, man, fuck that dude. I should have that sh-. you know? Why has that dude got a fucking Mercedes? I should have, if I want a Mercedes, I can go get one, you know? But it's this hater. You want a sponsor, you have a Mercedes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, It's just, it, like I said, it's those associations and patterns. Those are the it's constant hard to break. Those are the everyday it, it's battles, that idea man. of That's like, that checking yourself every day. Yeah, waking man. up and All being that shit like, does hey. is lead... It, Those are like, I guess you'd say symptoms of my, my mental health and my depression that leads me to feeling bad about, it doesn't, that dude don't know if I'm like, man, fuck fuck you. He doesn't know, (laughs) but I feel bad about myself, you know, and feeling bad about myself leads me into my depression, which leads me into my, into my drug use. So it's kind of like those old habits are still there, man. Um, Not all the time. Uh, I'm definitely better than I used to be. I, I used to think it was like, you know, me against the world and now I understand it's it's not like that it feels that way sometimes but it's that that's not oh i guess if we want to get existential with it i guess it, it is true for all of us it's us against yeah, the world we're gonna die alone man it but is, man. but um but you know as far as having a hater attitude towards the world it's it's not like that as much anymore
0: you know? you're also know. i feel like people have the perception that it's one day everything is going to be perfect yeah. one day everything is like going to all line shit. up and one thing gonna one happen. day everything's going to be in this perfect connect the dot scenario and it's going to be mm-hmm. point a to point z all laid out or you're going to be able to look this, back and go oh hey happen. it was no. perfect it was no, no, beautiful no. those little instances where your ego kicks in or you have to check yourself or you're feeling the 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 hate for the guy in the mercedes yeah. that's all that that's all that that little the you know, if you are in a race and it and it is a a never ending race, that's when you start slowing down a little bit, you know? That's when your pace yeah. slows and you're not as it's quick marathon, as you were and you know, you gotta be able to recover. You gotta be able to recoup, you know, and, and that's the that is what recovery is, man. Not falling not not it's falling back game. to that bottom rung it's of the, the ladder again, you know?
1: Yep, yep, yep. And we're that's kinda of back what I was saying. I think so and we can relate this to jujitsu, man. Um I'm not an expert. I'm no play I'm I'm in no um place to be giving people advice but i can relate it to my experience in in life um and on the mats too and in sports i've played other sports and stuff and like I, like you said about your friend i used to BMX and yeah, yeah. skateboard and all that and um so much of us uh, our mentality man is we're we're so focused on the short game you know like that if i didn't do this today i'm a fucking loser and it's like dude this is a long the long game man this is about showing up and with the belief that, you know, it might not look, the, uh, uh, there is no end, but um, just the, the the freedom to know, you know, it might not look the way I, I think it's going to look down the road, but I'm going to show up every day and just There's keep doing it. I'm just going to sure. keep, and yeah, and we can set milestones, set small goals. That's great. But uh, I see it a lot, dude. You probably see it too. People come into the gym and it's like, it's like, Day one, they're like, "I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna fucking win, Abu Dhabi." It's like, well, you never grappled in your life. You're <laughs> fucking 33, and it's your first day on the gym. I don't think that's gonna happen, buddy. But hey, you do you. Uh-huh. But they come and go, or you know, or they come in, they go fucking hard. That in itself uh, is an ego thing. An ego itself thing, is man. Destructive. If, if, but if they, if they, yeah, it's those poisons, man. But if they, if we can, that's all I said. I'm not a place to give people advice, but to really start thinking about. The long, the long game here. The progress. This is a a progress. This is not about the results. The results are going to happen, but um, it's about the process and it's about um, making the change and you're going to get better. You're going to get better. You just got to keep doing it. There's the saying,
0: if you, you, you can try something and suck at it. Yeah. And if you just stay at it every single day, you're at
1: least going to get better at sucking. Yeah. You get right? better at sucking. I'm get... more comfortable with it. Hey man, I, I ain't going to lie. I fucking tapped a position like three times in my life. And I'm, this is me making ego excuses. It wasn't, <laughs> this is why. it was my buddy who's fucking big and strong and he's done judo forever. And in and, and it, it's humbling, dude. And it's not, doesn't feel good. Suffocating feeling. To be having a fucking dude with incredible top <sighs> pressure smashing you north-south. And you're like, I, I just got to tap here. And some out. people, even myself, man, it's a hit to the ego when it, it shouldn't be. It's not a big deal. We slap and start over. You, but for a small second, a small think st- to yourself, "Man, that if this was never on the have street." Happened to me.
0: Yeah, but you all to me. I've thought I've done it before too. I I started at a school in Palm Springs that was just all or not all, but a lot of big dudes, and I. I that's what was frustrating about. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about it being a process, and mm-hmm. as long as every day you get a little bit better at sucking, getting better at sucking is like. Being comfortable under a three hundred pound yeah, yeah, guy, not yeah. just you know, it that's what mean comfortable you're is. Beat their ass. Yeah, or that you're get even real, gonna buddy. get out. But as long get as you're real. like a little bit more comfortable well, and you're not yeah. tapping to it, you yeah. know. And it's it's a that second that you do tap or that second that it, you're just you're quitting in a way you yeah. know and you're you're given up thankfully it's momentarily and it's just right. jiu jitsu and fucking get over it but really you know for that split second just like before you go to bed and you think about death you think man if that was on the street i'd be a dead man yeah, you know yeah, yeah I, I would have the knife in my side and i'd be yeah, dead yeah, I'd be fucked and that's up. what that's the whole point i'm here that's for is point. to not fucking die and not get yeah. fucked up and that's why you're hard on yourself for that split second but the piece to keep in mind is like hey you're gonna go back you're lucky enough to be able to go back tomorrow and maybe you, that won't be the situation right. but if you give up you better bet your ass yeah. you're still gonna get st- you're still gonna get fucking you're still gonna end yeah, up dead man.
1: because you're giving up now at the process of even right. trying to overcome that right and it's that thing like like you're saying man, like, I, like I was saying like the hater hater shit in our brains I don't think I'm unique in that aspect where I look at somebody else. I'm like, fuck, fuck you. no. I Everybody you does have. that. Everybody I should does have that. what You have, how come the world, how come the fucking world's against me? How come I, you know, how come, how do you got it's a, a fucking mentality. trust fund? And it's I had boot thing. stamps, motherfucker. What it's the a victim fu-? mentality. You know, it's, and, um, I think people do that in grappling a lot. They look at what someone else has and they think I should have that too. And it's like, motherfucker, that dude's been coming four times a week for fucking six years. And this is your sixth class. If if you think you should have what he has, you need to fucking wake up. Guess what? You're probably never going to catch that motherfucker cuz every day you go, he goes. He's 6 years in front of you, you know? Uh, maybe when y'all are maybe when he's 64 and you're 56, <laughs> you'll catch his ass cuz he fucking got too old. But y'all are both in your prime and he's getting better and you're getting better. Get used to it, man. You're not going to fucking tap that dude maybe once. It's cool. Everyone can do anything. Or I'm maybe not putting you it do. down. Maybe that's you do. not what maybe you do, but that's not what it's about. It's not about to me, it's not, and that's we're in a competitive that you're, thing. The
0: mindset that you're already letting that aspect get to you—that you're six it, days in, and it. he's six years in, and you don't have it—that's the that's the seeping attitude. That's the that's the small little infection that grows and grows and grows, grows and you end up losing your arm, and you're fucked. Because yeah. you can't
1: get over that. You, you can't, can't get, get over it, that one it, little. It's so hard, and we're in this competitive thing. We're in some ways, man. Life is competitive. It, it, that's it, it, that's life. Competitive. That's why people, and we look do, at people get road like, rage. You look at people like Keenan or Gordon, and we're like, I should be like him. It's like, dude, you ain't never gonna be like him. You need to set your set your sights a little bit more realistic. But it's hard because we're in this world where you know um, we're Those measuring ourselves yes. against people who were who were yes. like gifted athletes, like. Um, no, no, no offense, no offense to, to Chael, but Chael ain't probably never going to be John Jones, even with steroids. He tried it and it didn't work. (laughs) There's some people who have a genetic gift that we're probably not, probably not going to catch them. But even disregard all that. Just think about we're two average guys. Um, It's, it's, it's really, uh, I think it really especially for white belts and like i said don't you can take my advice with a grain of salt but i think that's why a lot of people can't stick with it you know people say jiu is for everybody it's like well I, day one is you know yeah, but about yeah. day two probably Walking not, in, yeah. probably, not. Walking in probably is not. How many people
0: have gone in day one and not gone
1: Yeah, it's not for everybody. And probably takes, a lot
0: more it, people than are
1: still in it. Yeah, it takes something, it. man. And part of it, I think, is is, is getting that ego. People say, it hey, kills your ego. Well, probably not, man. There's a lot of egotistical motherfuckers out here. <laughs> Guess what? They're winning world titles. It okay. translates to life, man. Okay, I think it but, translates to the fact that
0: it you know there you can be a white belt in life and that white belt in life yeah. mentality is the hey you know why does that dude have the mercedes yeah, yeah. why does this guy have the high paying job why does this girl. guy have a trust fund you know it's it's you know we happen to learn the lesson of hey humility is fucking number 1 and like you better understand that you know, there are levels to jujitsu and to yeah. MMA, just like there are levels to life, man. Some people life, are man. born into millions and are going to yeah. die with millions yeah, they and are. they're never going to get their lesson learned. They're never going to get chin checked. Yeah, they're never going to get goes. their fucking their karma, you know, and unfortunately, yeah, they might even be president one day and your job isn't to worry about that though like understand that your job on the planet isn't to sit there and go oh man i should have that well you don't right. just you like don't. you said you don't. don't this is the hand you're fucking dealt this is what you yeah. have to work with and yeah. your that type of attitude that type of seeping attitude is what's going to make it to where you're not going
1: to be fulfilled no, you're man. not going to be never going to be happy dude never never, never. never and, you, and you see dudes you see dudes we, we you know dudes i know dudes We, we you know we train with these guys and they ain't fucking happy, dude. They just want a gold and they ain't happy. They ain't happy. It ain't good enough. You know, uh, if it was a gold a fucking blue belt, well, I should be winning black belt World or whatever it is, you know, or they win a bronze or man, they don't even place, dude. They just compete. The guy that doesn't get the promotion. They does not get the promotion. They're not happy. It's never good enough. Nothing's ever good enough. They're never going to be happy. And uh, it's about to me, man, it's about changing um, our perspectives about, like I said, it's the long game. It's not about what happened today. Um, I That's can tap deep, dumb, today, man. I can tap I don't fucking care dude, I'll tap to White Belt I'll tap to someone on uh, I mean it's not happening that often but if it did, I'm not going to say it's going to feel great and I'm going to love it yeah. but you know uh, part of it too is like you don't want to be the best person in the gym either I want to be getting pushed I want to be getting fucked up I, I go I go to the gym to get destroyed dude I don't go to destroy other people that's the
0: equivalent of somebody having yeah. it all having
1: all the money I got what I need outside anywhere. like you said there's things I'm not trying to put myself over and be like oh my, I'm rich and famous nothing like that I'm a normal person, but you know, my life is pretty, pretty good nowadays, as far as what people could expect. If you had those milestones mm-hmm. that people measure, it's like, okay, well, I, I bought a house. I don't, I'm still paying for it. You know, I have a job. It's a good job. I have a car. It's, I have a relationship that's a long-term relationship. I have kids. I have like these milestones, you know, outside of the gym and I am my recovery, man, which is above everything else. And I've been through all this shit uh, in life, man. I've, I've seen people dying. I've, I've, um. You know, my best friend fucking died at my house, dude. I touched his fucking corpse, all right? Uh that's deep, right? Tapping to someone at the gym ain't shit. I, I can do that all day. Get fucked up. I don't care, man. Um what makes you appreciate those things? What makes you appreciate the fact that
0: you, you know, and, and like you said it from the outside perspective, someone yeah. may say, Hey, you're living the perfect life, but for you to be able to sit back comfortably and say, mm-hmm. you know, I am happy. I do have, you know, I still it's struggle. Hard, I still it's battle hard. every day, just like everybody else yeah. does. But you've at least found
1: something that I try to have a balance allows you to, to appreciate it. And that's the thing, like, like through the, uh, through grappling and, um, it doesn't have to be, I don't even know my future, dude. I don't make any, um. Big plans. You know what I mean? Uh, we don't know. I might I mean, not wake up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't dude. know if I'll be doing. You have a, I, like right now, dude, I, I have a fucked up finger. Okay. I blew out the tendon rolling with somebody. I took two weeks off. First day back, I fucking blew out my groin. I, you know, I don't know if I'll be grappling in 10 years, dude. I'll be 50 something. I might be too fucked up. I don't know. I'm not going to put. Put all my eggs in one they basket. They have soft classes, bro. They got yeah, some yeah, yeah. good classes just go, go. go one person. I'll start person. doing some Makito shit. <laughs> you know, dude, you so just put, always start yoga. on your
0: side. Always start yeah. on your
1: side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's really, what I do already. <laughs> your only position is your side. I immediately sit, slap, and fall over. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me. But, uh, you know, we don't know, man. And so I can't always put all my eggs in one basket where hey, my whole life is based on not only based on this one thing, but also I have to be something in this thing. It's hard. Like I said, in the music, it comes up in music, you know, um, everyone thinks they need to be touring and that's not going to be the reality, man. We have to be, I don't want to say being, get comfortable being mediocre, but we got to get comfortable with what we have that day. And if that's all we're going to have, I mean, I, 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 for sure, shoot for the stars, man, but don't put yourself down. When you are doing good every day, you know um, it. It just might not. It's like showing up. Uh, yeah, it's just showing up. It might not look the way you think it's going to look or the way you want it to look. Well, cool. If you don't want anything from it, all of a sudden it got easier, man. Because now all the only thing you have to do is show up and try. Um, the results don't matter, and like to me, I don't care about man. Is it safe to say yeah. that you're,
0: you're, your philosophy of just showing up just and showing not up. worrying about the end result Don't worry is, about the what, results. is what
1: allows you to appreciate the in-the-moment stuff? Yeah, in-the-moment, dude. That's what it's about, man. To me, it's about... Like, grappling especially, it is an intimate process. I mean, you're doing it with someone else and they're pretty fucking close. It's not really necessarily an outwardly loving <laughs> experience, yeah. but, you know, I'm sure it works the same way in some ways. But, um, but yeah... Uh, yeah, just show up. I don't want to be like, oh, just show up. Everything's gonna be great. It might not be and you might and you might find out that it's not for you. That's cool. No no shame. But, but in all, life, shame in, in life. life. Show up. In life show up, man. And if that means
0: up. going into your nine to five and working your ass off. Yeah, if that means yeah. showing up when being there for your kids. Yeah. I'm not saying give up
1: about- and just be like, I don't care what happens. It's not like that. But we, we have to be I think being realistic in the in the in the day-to-day mundane process. Of the deal that, that I have to, I have to be, I have to trust in that process, but also I have to, to understand that is the process. It's like, I don't, I don't sign up for college and get my diploma day, day two. It's four years or six years, or eight years, 12 years for some people, two years, a lifetime for some. it's a lifetime, you know, um, and that's like anything there's a start maybe there's a finish maybe the finish is just the the, the next start of something else you know maybe there's not jiu is like that as far as i can tell i'm not like a black belt fucking person but i'm sure um for some people it is like that they 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 had this goal of reaching a black belt and then they get it. And then they're like, now what? Well, then now it's something new. You know, I've accomplished that goal. So now what? I'll ask ask my coach about it, how he feels. I'm sure it's like that for him, man. Now his goals are, I don't want to speak for him, but I know, you know, his goals is about the team. It's about helping other people get better. So it's that giving experience. I'm sure he wants to get good. You know, he'll, he'll do competitions to, to show and prove, I guess that. He does what he says, you know, I don't know if competing is necessarily his, his, um, something, his passion, you know, he does it for the team, you know, and for giving. And I think for a lot of people, it's probably like that.
0: And I think through that showing up process is where you learn the discipline, the effort does pay off, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're, you're, especially in a situation like yourself. And I think this goes for a lot of people, someone that has that, Hey, I'm, I'm learning, and yeah. I'm not there's no unnecessary expectations there's no unnecessary delusions of grandeur like you're not it's hard you know to shake that you're shit. not going in and you're not going to get the fucking black belt in a week like it's just not you yeah. know there's, or in the four it's years a, or in the five years or whatever a lot, a lot of people don't get it in ten they don't get it man
1: and the you thing know, is like it's, you said man Some that goes with everything goes to life, in life. you're not just life.
0: gonna fucking get the the house and the family mm-hmm. and the money and the retirement and all that it's, it's a, a process and I think through I mean, I, I mean, I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to glorify mm-hmm. your 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 life or your past or anything. Sure, but sometimes it takes struggle and hardships, man, is. and the fucking failed relationships and the recovery yeah. and the things like that to really
1: learn yeah. to appreciate. Yeah, those that's things. just my story, man. My story is not better, not worse. It's just what it is. But uh, with anybody, you know, with, anybody it's that anybody. just has everyone the, has their challenges, man. And some
0: people get stacked more challenges. Some
1: do, man. And life is. Uh, like I said, man, life's not fair. I mean, there's there's so many ways that things aren't fair. Genetically, um, it's easy to be like, I should be this. I should be a fucking. I should win gold in the Olympics in wrestling. It's like, well, that probably ain't gonna happen. But dude, there's probably something you could be grateful about. Like, you mean you have two legs? Maybe you don't have two legs. Maybe there's something else we I could find some gratitude for um, mm. maybe i can't maybe that maybe gratitude in my and physical aspect is never going to happen maybe you need to work you know, on but gratitude, finding gratitude i'm still breathing i don't itself,
0: know yeah or maybe learn what gratitude uh, is learn what it
1: is fucking... and be able to have some level of acceptance even if i don't like it you know i i can accept it uh, i can try to change some things i can't like they say i accept the things i can't change and Uh, You know, some things I can't. I need to have the courage and and the wisdom to know the difference, like they say. And uh, that's not easy. And it goes for, like you said, it goes for everything in life. Um, uh, And not comparing ourselves to other people is like a hard, a hard skill. And I think in grappling, to bring it to that, I think that's like a number one reason people can't stick with this, with this thing. Because they, because we're in a competitive Thing. You're facing death and, in and, face, be, and they think, man, I'm, I, I should be winning. It's like, you, you should be training. How many know?
0: people walk around for 30, 40 years and go, I kick his ass? Oh, everybody, ass. dude. I kick his ass. Everybody. And you get choked. Every dude. You get choked Every by someone smaller than you. Everybody. Someone that's yeah, yeah. probably weaker than you, and yet they choke you and you're a second away from the blacks. Yeah from that shit you fear about every night, you're second away, it it breaks
1: egos, dude. It's hard to get up. Sometimes. Sometimes it breaks them. Sometimes it don't, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, But I mean, in the sense where like if you went in with an ego, you shattered that. And a lot of people for that... Ego-shattering moment isn't right. good. It's they not get good. depressed. Well, they that's go what home. I was saying. They can't uh, accept
1: it. Yeah. they can't accept uh. it. They they can't accept that that I'm not the best. That this ha- actually happened. That I suck at this thing. You know, they they have these delusions. Not everyone. Some people just come in want to lose weight and yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's cool. But yeah, like the, like you said, we're they, talking they, about we, real shit we, though, right? <laughs> real shit. You get your shit. You get your ego shattered, and you can't accept it. You can't. You can't admit it. You know, you can't look at yourself and say that happened or i'm not i'm not good man i'm not good at this Uh, That's hard to admit, especially for a lot of men, man. Because we're not supposed to admit any weakness, especially like about kicking someone's ass. I should be able to kick everyone's ass. I'm a fucking tough guy. And then you got to compound admitting that
0: not only can you get your ass kicked, but that you do have, uh, you know, intimacy issues. That you do have uh, issues with rejection and and commitment and how to fucking be a dad and how to just live your fucking life, man. And yet, you know we expect everybody just to fucking work it out and yeah. everybody to be okay. And yet nobody's yeah. got even shit straight. We're yeah. an hour and a half in, man. Yeah. Uh, did you want,
1: you I want don't to... care, man. Like I said, I f- I'll get flowing,
0: dude. I'll, I'll talk I feel about like, whatever you want. I, I feel like this we is a beautiful way to end it. Um, yeah, I'll I want, I want you back in here for sure, dude, a, uh,
1: a wrestling, uh, podcast. Yeah, man, I love wrestling. Oh, y'all can't see me. I'm wearing my AEW. AE, how was the show? We it's, can talk dude, about it. Was it was off the fucking chain. I, I went to the first AEW show and, um, In Washington, D.C., I treated myself. I don't treat myself that much, but I flew up to D.C. and went to that show, and the show that happened last week in Austin was even better um i got to meet dustin is weekly
0: dynamite right they, yeah yeah weekly dynamite dynamite,
1: i got to meet dustin uh dustin Rhodes. i didn't get to talk to him for that long i didn't ask him for an autograph or anything i did take my picture but i was just like gold dust for yeah, anybody yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I was like thank you you know bro for he's sober too you know and he represents that and puts it out there it's another culture where it's hard to be so hard to be sober, to be sober, and sober. Man. so i met him and, and just told him thanks for doing what he does i always
0: thought cm punk was like a like a you know
1: a Man, he's not really straight edge. There's yeah, no yeah, fucking the way.
0: There's no way. And then you realize yeah. he is, and that's a real hard culture to be fucking straight edge in, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's, you're getting injured all the time. You're on the road. It's hard to stay sober on the road for a rock star lifestyle. Look at you fucking know, Rick living Flair living in a hotel. You know, uh, living out of a suitcase. It's hard. Uh, but yeah, man, I love pro wrestling. Um, what do you think's number one right now? AEW or NXT? What do you uh, like more? I, of those two, I like uh, I like AEW for sure, man. NXT, no hate on NXT. Uh, I'm not the biggest. WWE fan. I do like the NXT. Back in the day, ECW was my shit, so I'm all about. All that. All right, here kinda. we go. We're like going, kinda, dude. We're going. <laughs> so we got to get a. But you know, I, I used to travel and go to the, all the ECW pay per views. You're on the I East been, Coast, yeah? Yeah, so yeah you... I've been to I've been to ECW Philly shows at oh, the fucking the fuck uh, Viking Hall, at the ECW Arena. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, man. Oh, so who Who you was know.
0: the Monday Night War
1: Victor for you? This is a oh, conversation day, I have man, all the time, dude. So. I did like WCW a lot yes. just because Lucha is my thing too. Okay. So they, you know, they had Psychosis, La Parca. Yeah, and, uh, dude. And Psychosis they, was a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And dude. they had, uh, you know, they had Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, all dudes who had been in through Japan and had been through ECW and stuff. And they're a little more pure uh, as far as wrestling. Because um, they had the NWA guys. The yeah, NWA yeah, the guys, guys went over and they, yeah,
0: yeah. you know, and I feel like what what the WWF might've lacked in... Uh, in the wrestling aspect, the 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 technical aspect of mm-hmm. it, they had the stardom, dude. They had the Stone
1: Cold. Yeah, they yeah, had the Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I had mean, DX. That, they had That, that era was awesome, dude. I'm not going to lie. Like that 90s. was about the last time I watched WWE or WWF at that point. Um, I fell out right I, at yeah, WrestleMania yeah. 20. When, when ACW went out of business, man, that kind of crushed me because that was like a, a cultural thing yeah, in yeah. a way. So Especially I, for the East Coast. I, yeah, man. And I was, I was kind of like... We saw it on TNT. Yeah, yeah, We got introduced. So I was in California. I got introduced
0: to ECW. I first picked up a tape, and it had, like, a a Sabu-Sandman match. Sandman was my favorite from ECW. And, like, there there was a very brief moment for like two years where it was on tnt yeah yeah, for and sure. like with, t- with bull riding yeah, monster yeah, truck yeah, bullshit yeah. so yeah. it had its contract and even
1: then they had like kind of watered it and changed it oh a yeah there was bit. like two
0: matches it was only an hour yeah, yeah. there was like maybe two yeah. matches and a lot of like they basement dialogue Spotify, too, yeah that was when wwf took yeah, it over that was yeah, when i, WWF I never really
1: got into that like <clears throat> no
0: it was garbage bro it was garbage yeah. you're gonna have a, every match i mean a-
1: when i saw they had like big show and stuff um i'm mean, like i like big show now but at the time I was like, that's a fucking WWF guy. They're just going to job out they just, all. You know, they just brought it back. They just brought it back and it got lame. Yeah, yeah. When, when Taz ha- has, you're went gonna over. Have, you're going to have fucking Sabu jobbing. You're going to have RVD jobbing. You're going to have Tommy Dreamer jobbing. I like, all these dudes it. who I thought were legends, I, I, I just, so I never really got into the WWE. A couple of them
0: came and, over and, pretty powerful. Yeah, did. you did. He got his shit in. Fucking Dreamer a little bit, hardcore Dreamer scene. Bit. I like that they, that they did that, at least. Because I remember when Taz came over, yeah, yeah. I was reading a PWI, and it had Taz, and he had his fucking towel over his head, but it said WWF with with the association, yeah. and I was like, no, he's not, he's not with the WWF, and then that's when you learned that that fucking countdown they were doing yeah. was fucking, you know, the second yeah. countdown, because Jericho had just come over for a bit, which, dude, I, I to this yeah. day, I think the loudest pop... I've ever I've ever witnessed in terms of like the TV spectacle and like how long it, it drew out uh-huh. was when Jericho showed up on Raw. Yeah. Because he was yeah, that yeah. millennium countdown yeah. and he fucking showed and I remember the pop for that and I was like holy shit. Yeah, this is the first time a, ass, a, a WCW like staple w- came mm-hmm. over to like a in like that modern era, you know, yeah, you had, had the guys yeah. that had came over and maybe didn't, maybe been different characters. Obviously, Hall and Nash yeah, going WWE, over.
1: Yeah, WWE or WWF at the time did not really respect.
0: They anyone didn't. They else, kind of brought people over know. for the gimmick of bringing them yeah. over, and then. But I mean, guys like Jericho made it happen. Yeah. Obviously, Benoit. You know that. Yeah. That's a weird situation there in itself. Yeah. Hey, man.
1: That's that's how it goes. You know. You know, I I feel that
0: there's a. That's why I do like AEW. It has the. At first, I thought it was going to be like another TNA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When TNA first came yeah. out, I was I was balls deep, but yeah. then it got stale real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. And then by the time I was like seventeen for WrestleMania twenty, when Benoit won, and that was the last pay per view I bought, and I remember specifically like the the backlash that followed was like lame. And yeah, yeah. I remember just like obviously I was like a junior or a senior, so I was getting into fucking high school shit, mm-hmm. you know, and my wrestling days were over and now that I'm being like reintroduced to it over the last couple of years and I'm following it a lot more. Yeah. AEW,
1: AEW, has, AEW. has
0: that E C W vibe. Yeah, it does, man. That That's what got me back
1: into uh, so ring of I, I, honor over. What would happen is like And I get so the trying to make like it. I never stopped liking pro wrestling. Right. But Nobody what would does. happen is is so every couple years. I would get on a kick and usually it was indies like um like I would watch Chikara and I and I have like all the Chikara episodes or Stardom with the uh, you know uh, or Shimmer with the women and I, and I have like Honor all thing? the sh- yeah Ring of Honor when it first came out I remember when CZW put their first show out and I was, was like I LA. want to go to CZW yeah that was yeah. in Los Angeles that was yeah. like their ECW yeah, XBW they had out there and, yeah. and, and, I, and so but every couple of years I would either I'd get like on a lucha kick and I'd watch yep. AAA uh, <laughs> yeah AAA or C M L and I, um you know some of the Japanese uh, like In Mishinoku Pro Oh, like great, great Sasuke, uh, New Japan's Taka getting Mishimoku, some television like plays. Finally, you know, and Super Jacob and all that. So I would get on these kicks and uh, for indie wrestling, and I would go to live shows uh, here and there. But as far as like mainstream wrestling, I guess you'd say uh I, I, AEW definitely when they did the uh, I guess it was the All In pay per view before it was AEW or whatever the one that was right before. I don't I, I get confused, but whatever the first one was that that kind of sold me i was like man this felt like ecw not in the presentation of the of the product but in the in the rod the, 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 yeah well in the in the fan base in the culture yeah. of that where everyone's getting a pop dude everyone's being cheered you dude, know every, everything is, everyone's on Orange fire Cassidy. dude he's awesome and everyone there's all these variety and every the crowd is on fire from start to finish it's about um not putting yourself over you know like you some of the wwe shows Especially in the it's '90s, it's about the WWF. it's about the WWF. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, WWF. yeah, yeah. and when the crowd with the chants and the signs, like they took all that shit from ECW, dude. ECW used to have the chants and the signs in the crowd, but when it goes over to WWE, it becomes about the crowd kind of putting themselves over and wanting to be part of the show, and that's cool. But that's just not my thing. And in AEW, it's about the it's about the show. And You're the crowd feels WWE. part of it, but it's like we're not put. The crowd's not putting themselves over, and they're not um, denigrating or like shitting on the 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 wrestlers, you know, there's, you know, it's just a different cultural thing and so AEW's right that I I actually like the show I'm really into man is the is the NWA Power Dude. I don't know if you watch that NWA? It on TV? It's on it's on YouTube, dude. It's oh, okay, it's okay. On, once it's on Tuesday nights. It's free on YouTube and it's like the old school Jim Crockett promotions where they'd have, it's a studio show. So they have the little table with the announcer. Like back when they used to have Rick, like you go watch all the classic Ric Flair promos. And he's, he's there with like, you know, um, Chavoni or somebody and there. And he's, and he's, it's a, it's a studio crowd and he's cutting these fucking promos. That's the way NWA, uh, power is where it's like a studio crowd. They have some bleachers and studio, but it's not an arena show. You know, there's a backdrop. The crowd's only on one side. Yeah. And it's a, and, um, they got uh like Thunderosa, she's the women's champ uh they got uh ricky starks uh you know he used to wrestle here in austin at inspire pro um
0: have you been in the anarchy stuff I, I,
1: I used to go to anarchy when it first was coming around i hadn't been in a while when i went back in the day that's when uh robert evans was there yeah. uh you know um who else would be there um i can't think right now but um I don't know, yeah, but we'll, that was we'll that was like out, years close. ago. That was ten years ago, man. So but, NWA, the YouTube show, it's, it's yeah, dude. It's fire. Yeah, if y'all are listening, go check that show. It's I fire, will, man. Dude. I will for sure. Yeah, Billy Corrigan from Smashing Pumpkins yep, owns, owns the show, it. yep. and it's it. That's that's the best show out, I think. And it's only an hour. And the storylines make sense. It's old school wrestling, um, and they got a lot of good good dudes. Uh, Nick Aldis is their champ, and Nick Aldis is is he's probably probably top gotta be man like top three in the world right now i think in my opinion as far as cutting promos and and stuff like that he's really good and i don't think he got a lot of the respect he deserved and you know ring of honor or other other uh other um uh promotions but is, but he's on fire in nwa he's awesome so um yeah i got him you know uh, james storm from used to be in uh i guess uh, impact and, and yeah. uh Anyways, check that show out. Who do you think number one wrestler is right now? Number one wrestler. Best best, promo cutter, best. best best best... MJF. MJF. Uh, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, AEW. He's the best heel in the business right now. And he's, if you ask me for the best all around guy, I would say that that he's the best all around worker in pro. I mean, I said it. I didn't even have to think twice, dude. As far as like a dude who's gonna be a Jericho, a, yep. a Ric Flair, right, yeah. a, a, yeah. a, a Daniel you know, Bryan, a someone Bryan, that's respected on the level. MJF, that's the guy, man. That in 20 years he's still gonna be. If unless he gets injured or something, or he has other desires, he's gonna be a dude that is gonna be like a Jericho. Uh, like that guy's, that guy's really good. Jericho still kills it, man. Jericho At still kills 40, it, whatever he is. He yeah. it you know, and... it, it, as far as like flippy shit probably Ray Phoenix man also in AEW Lucha Brothers uh, you know it'd be cool if they gave them each a a singles push as far as that goes but Ray Phoenix is probably top three flippy shit wrestlers out there right now Um, you know they just got Jeff Cobb in AEW so if you like the big I'm putting AEW over. But if you it's got if you, you like it, the big dudes that throw I shit mean, around it's, it, he's really good. He wrestled in the Olympics. He got fucked up by Yo Romero, but who didn't, you know? That's crazy. That's a crazy
0: comparison. I just I'm getting into it because of the vibe of the Monday Night Wars a little bit. Now it's on Wednesdays, right? Yeah, yeah Wednesday. And
1: I, I, I'm I mean Matt Riddle, I'll tell you this dude. Matt Riddle, if you ask me
0: great crossover. Uh, yeah, if you said crossover. hey, who's a
1: who's a performer, strictly athlete? He's top top three to i think in all of pro wrestling i don't think you'd have a problem saying matt riddle is for pure athlete he'll fuck up everyone on that roster dude oh in, in real life in real yeah. life yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got yeah. way more he's a he's one of those dudes former mixed martial artist for the he's an, an yeah. elite athlete dude he's yeah. an elite athlete and talent dude i mean he's an awesome wrestler and uh, nxt i mean i'm a big Shayna Baszler fan um Dude, uh, she Io bit. Shirai. I mean, my buddy texts me. The I like night. the women. Like, I'm big on the women wrestlers,
0: but um, my buddy texts me and he's like, Shayna Billies just fucking bit the back of what's her face's neck, and yeah. it's disgusting." So I looked it yeah. up, dude. Yeah, I hey, haven't
1: been watching. Lately, innovative. But, it's a little yeah.
0: innovative, but it's that was a pretty gross thing. I, I I definitely think that I'm over the WWF stardom of it. You know, I feel like you're a WWF superstar, whereas yeah. when you get to the AEW Impact, these other organizations, you're a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And man. you could go to New Japan
1: and fucking have a phenomenal turnout yeah i guess yeah if you ask who's the best okada dude okada is probably number one all around i, I don't speak japanese so i can't <laughs> tell you about his promos his promo but, uh, but as far as yeah dude i mean that's that's a top top performer too i'd say uh, and kenny omega i mean i mean I'm these are generic answers fan. but if you said hey i would say yeah kenny omega it's, okada, it's solidifying uh, i think you're wrestling matt riddle's wrestling up there i don't think he do. gets the respect you know um uh, music. What top bands? Can you give me top of the top bands? bands I don't know, man. I'm not know?
0: super into like music no more, man. Far of all time, though. All, all time. Not that right now, but uh, I'm interested
1: because I feel like this is two other two like, more episodes we can do. If you said, if you said death metal stuff, I'd probably say carcass is probably like, okay, like, my like the best metal all around metal band as far that's just my opinion because they had stuff from extreme like grindcore yeah. to more of a death metal a little more production and then to the later Longevity shit that too. Is, like, they've been around for a long like, long time like, yeah there you could even say bands like at the gates or something as far as like impact on a on a genre um you know, uh, Entombed, stuff like that as far as metal. What about in the you know, punk world? Punk bands, uh, let me think. I, I mean, if you want to get classic, probably bands like anti Simex, Discharge. Uh, you know, of course, bands like Black Flag and stuff. It's not like my most favorite yeah. type of shit. I like more hard shit. Are you Bro-mags listening to anything right like now? That. Not so much, man. So I think I'm kind of burned on music. But I, I... So the shit I listen to is probably funny to you but i listen to shit like man of war you okay. know well, like that's dope. i like it's like not fucking death metal or me- or punk but it's like just whatever i listen to a lot of rap dude um uh texas shit chopped and screwed shit okay. uh, you know All houston right. shit ugk fucking zero uh, uh stuff like that little kiki you know that's cool man no uh, those, those kind of things we can so, go down that rabbit hole too, man, I, I, I i'm pretty like... musical as far as like underground knowledge I think so that's talking about being burned out I think this kind
0: of can go back to what we were talking about earlier and having you know you're you're having maybe goals that you're trying to accomplish but you're also having these like realistic expectations for yourself and you know people nowadays I struggle with this as well is you know a lot of times I have too much on my plate man a lot of times I take on too many projects or I'm willing to to maybe stretch myself a little too thin uh, so this realization that maybe you're burnt out on music, does it come from recording and being I, I in the think realm? It, yeah, or? Or, yeah,
1: I think um, I think part of it is like because plus decision. I'm getting old. Like a lot of the shit I liked punk is like uh, I was more into like uh, crust type hardcore shit. His hero is Gone, Doom, like bands from like the 90s and shit. That's yeah. when I was into stuff and like uh, you know, there's a lot of newer bands and I have friends in bands and stuff, but I don't know it's like, it's like it used to be a real passion of mine like I used to do pirate br- radio and I collected records and I had I had thousands of records I had all this shit but I just kind of over over years I guess just fell out not of the not of the I haven't fallen out of the like mentality and the, the culture and the, and the culture and like the politics and stuff I mean I'm still I feel but as far as like listening to new bands I, I don't I, I you know I can't I don't know, man. I just don't make it a lot happens. of effort for all that. Um, it's
0: just for it being something that was so, such a big part of your life for so long, I, yeah. to have that decision already in your head where like, hey man, it's, you know I feel like that's a phase for a lot of things. There are times where like, I can't listen to anything
1: post 2010 or some yeah. weird
0: shit or I'm in a, you know, a phase and, and from I, here. And just the
1: stuff I like is, like you said, to play guitar and and uh, like I'm into playing punk and grind and shit like that but he, people ask like what do you like plays guitar i'd say like bob mold from husker <laughs> you know i'll like, I, I do like bill steer from carcass i mean i like guitar players um uh. you know uh that, that might maybe aren't aren't necessarily what you would think of yeah um, you know i've seen bands that aren't metal like i went and saw rush before and that was fucking awesome and i'm I not that fucking in, Russian into that, yes you know yeah, yeah, rush hell, egg, yeah. yes dude so no. i can respect all kinds of shit but um Anyways, yeah, we could talk about music. I think forever. I, Dude, like I we'll, said, I yeah, have. We'll like, get a bunch and in. And if you want to get into back into ECW sometime, I have uh, on a hard drive at home. I have every episode of of Hardcore TV, the weekly TV show mm-hmm. back when it was on fucking regular TV with the commercials and everything. I have every episode of ECW hundreds of them. I have every pay-per-view I have everything they done. I have all the TNT episodes all the time. I have every have to, single. We might ECW have to thing.
0: My buddy, Matt is he's, he's actually going to be on on Monday. He's coming out here and, and we're going to do an episode and he's gotten me back into wrestling in a, in a weird way. And it's, yeah, man, we have to, man. And we can, uh, yeah. we'll talk right now when we, when we wrap this up and you know, I want to say thank you for coming on, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Man. I know it's not easy to, to, come on a platform and 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 share your story like that but i think uh, that what you yeah, have awesome. to share is very powerful man and Appreciate what inspired it. me to to really want to Pull the trigger on this and get you in here was that video you did on your Instagram? And I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the opportunity. I think it's a message that you know you you wear proud, Justin, and, and that's something that that is it. is uh you know I think a lot of people need to hear what you talked about on this, and I think they need to continue to hear it. And I hope that fight back brings brings about say, that man. you know and yeah. fucking I'll shout it from the top of the rooftops, man. I appreciate for, it, man. For yeah. from now on because you 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 sold on me, man, and yep. uh, you want to talk about a good story?
1: I think you have one. I and, try, you know, it's it is what it is and. and and like I said, to anyone out there who listens, if you made it through fucking hour, two hours of yeah, back man, when you in. said, Hey, do you want me to tell you what we're talking about? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> just throw the mic, turn it on. We'll be fine. Uh, it couldn't but we, but I, we, I could do this all day long. So I know it gets old because I, I, I fucking bounce around from topics, but if you were listening and you appreciated it, you liked it. I, I appreciate you. And if you are um, out there and you're struggling or you just need someone to talk to or whatever, for sure. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. What's I, your stuff? I, I, this is your time yeah, yeah, to yeah, share it. Yeah, yeah. What you'll, is it? you'll just hit me up. Uh, if you if text is better for you, man, I'll give you my number. I don't I don't care. Is it on the website? I, I don't know if it's on the website. I, I think on it on Instagram. If you hit call, it'll call my phone, but I probably won't answer. But if you leave a message, or just you'll see my number when you dial it, then text me because I, I get so much bullshit calls. I don't answer. What is your social media? Share it out. Get um, all that out it's, there. It's uh, Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Fight Back CBD on Instagram and Fight Back CBD on Facebook and then Fight Back CBD on the internet. And that's on the website. That's where uh, I have all my stuff and the lab work and everything like that. There's Uh, a
0: Fight Back CBD 2.0 on Facebook. Yeah, the 2.0 is
1: when Facebook banned my fucking account and so i started a new page and then they turned back. it back they turned it back on i don't know yeah. why they banned it because they were like you're selling I, I don't know but they they turned it back on so the 2.01 if it pops up for you that's just a backup in case i should probably just turn it off but it was there from one of my uh i kept it just in case i got banned but um like i said man i, I can talk it up but i appreciate everyone out there i appreciate you having me uh, of course, for man. the opportunity of to share a little bit hopefully someone out there will if they get something from this, that's great. Um, they definitely and, will, man. Yeah, like I said, if you if, if anyone's out there and you need something, you need somebody, I can't promise you that I'll be able to help you or that anything I say is going to help or be perfect. I can't promise that, but I can promise I'll, I'll uh, definitely listen and try my best to give you some support. So, Powerful, yeah. brother. Thank you, man.
0: Appreciate it, dude. Appreciate you, man. Thank you.